this week on Marvel. The return of the live podcast for anyone watching on Twitch and YouTube. She-Hulk continues to exist. Axe Judgment actually does something worth the 750 comics you have to read. And Vinny is here this week on Marvel. Hey, everybody. So, you know, I'm Josh. We got Tony here in his beautiful cape, and we got Vinny in his beautiful corduroy, you know, shirt. Corduroy boy. It's official. Corduroy boy. Tony, say hi to the folks. Hi, everybody. How are you? I am so excited to be here and talk about my absolutely favorite thing, Marvel. Tony's really happy to be here, everyone. Um, All right. So, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to kick it off with the Axe Judgment Report. Tony, I believe it is your time in the rotation, so why don't we kick it over to you? Oh, what an absolutely wonderful opportunity for me to take over because Axe Judgment and all of the related comics are absolutely phenomenal. We're going to start with X-Men number 13. Absolutely phenomenal. No notes. Wait, well, we should probably have some notes for maybe if people haven't read Axe Judgment uh, or X-Men 13. So this is... Well, how could you not have read it? It's amazing. Well, you know, like people come to this podcast to, you know, get advice on what they should and shouldn't be reading, you know, so let's... Why don't we go through that? Sure. Uh, Go for it. So we have X-Men 13. Um, For those of you who haven't been keeping up with the Axe Judgment uh, saga, uh, we have big Axe Judgment. So we ha- this week we're going to be talking about Axe Judgment 4, which we'll get to in a little bit. And then we have these side stories about some of the characters. Um, and this one is Iceman Saves the Day. Uh, literally, he saves the day from a, I think it was like a Kree uh, trying to blow up our sun. Um, and he shields us from a giant solar wave with ice. And it was awesome. Magic teamwork, um, pretty rainbows and everything. And then he gives a speech about um, how humans are hating on mutants and like, don't do that, which is true. You know, don't be prejudiced against people that are different against you. Um, that's a really shitty thing to do. Um, and then at the end of this, we have in the most Cyclops way possible. So we have the progenitor who is the celestial that uh, Tony Stark and the Avengers and the Eternals and all their hubris (laughs) resurrected. So he's been judging people. So Cyclops shows up and goes, hey, guess what? You can't judge me. I refuse to be judged. Um, And because of that, he gets a pass. Um, uh, Passes are important because everyone who, uh, every single person on earth is getting judged, yes or no. And if the sum of our parts come up no, then uh, Earth is fucked. Um, so Cyclops, being Cyclops, says only Jean Grey can judge me. Uh, and we'll go from there. So that's X-Men. I, if you're a fan of Cyclops, you, you'll love this because that's exactly what Cyclops would do. Um, and then he strolls off and he's like, you better be giving me the thumbs up. And he does. So... Uh, that's X-Men 13. I believe uh, Marauders is next, Tony. Why don't you cover that? Ah, excellent. Marauders. So it's Marauders number six, and it was flawless. Perfect. In every conceivable way, uh, down to the art, 
and writing, and you should read it. Well, it, why should they read it though? Uh, because it's it's Marvel. Yeah, but like we got to give them something. Go for it. Oh, okay. Um, well, in that case, so this is another one of those side stories, and really, this is just one big group therapy session. Uh, the this one covers some more X Men members for the Marauders team being getting their judgment statements and all the psychological trauma that goes along with that. Um, you know, what's her name? I, f I can never remember her name. She's basically playing the psychiatrist for the group. She's going into everyone's mind and is just saying, well, how did that make you feel? Personally, I didn't think this was a great episode or not episode issue. Um, and again, it just, these are all characters that no one cares about and I don't really care how they were judged. Um, and the problem with this Axe Judgment structure is they label these issues as part of the Axe Judgment storyline, and then they end up being non-judgment non issues, really. So I don't see it as a problem. I see that as a solution. <laughs> um, all right, so how about Immortal X-Men? number six ah immortal x-men number six uh with the cover of sebastian shaw and uh it's been following off some pretty also interesting immortal x-men uh this one was about uh destiny and sinister uh and it was great and perfect in every conceivable way all right well going into that great to hear um, tony Thank you, Tony, for your <laughs> wonderful insight on this. Um, actually, this issue, it was great. It actually yeah. was. Uh, all of the Immortal X-Men, uh, if you haven't been picking them up, even outside of the Axe Judgment stuff, just pick up Immortal X-Men. This it, series has been fantastic. Pretty much every issue, um, even the one with Exodus, which was like super weak, was still much better than the Marauders. Um, this one follows Sebastian Shaw. Uh, keep keep going with like uh, each issue covers someone on the Quiet Council. And while everything I just said about Marauders um, was like how no one cares about these characters and how they were judged, these are the type of characters that you care about and like how they were judged and going into like what they saw for their judgment. So we saw Emma. We saw Destiny, we saw Mystique, um, we saw, and then Sebastian Shaw. Uh, what Tony has up on the screen is the listing for how they were going to vote for one of these coordinated things. And um, basically, this takes place before their uh, false attack on the progenitor, where they found out it was a hologram, and that's kind of what kicked off some of the the judgments uh how they were going to vote for that and then sebastian shaw starts doing you know his own stuff in the shadowy dealings of like contacting the underworld and madam righteous so we'll see what comes of that after this so that is immortal x-men number six uh i believe we have death to mutants number two tony Take it away. So this issue uh, focused a little bit more 
on the people, the regular people, and the uh, the Hex, uh, which is the War Eternals for Eternal War. And what we get is a interesting, fascinating, and well-done issue, soup to nuts completely, uh, that uh, should be praised in all conceivable ways. And uh, also one moment where all the deviants are judged worthy. Anyway, that's everything I have to say about this. I mean, that what, is actually... What would you praise the most about it? All of the deviants getting <laughs> voted. In mass. In mass. Ah. Yeah, every single yeah. deviant being found worthy. They were just like, good job. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the, my favorite part about that is the reason why they were found worthy was because um, Krug threw a like cage deviant at a hex, like as a tactic. He was just like, "Ah, go!" Um, and they're like, "You want to know what? For that, y'all are worthy." <laughs> also, put some respect wanna, in that name. I can actually, in my excited and. Uh, uh, enthralled state with all things Marvel, uh, I can go into further detail about why this is even more interesting, and that is that uh, all of the Eternals are being pretty much ceremoniously <laughs> voted down. Yeah. <laughs> As they should. Also, Fascinating. This, because the Eternals this... not only was a phenomenal movie, but they're obviously huge, huge, huge sellers. Like everybody's a fan of the Eternals, every single person. How, you can't how not could be. you vote them down? Yeah. How could yeah. you? How could you downvote them? Yeah, no one's uh, coming. It's really subverting expectations, and that's. Didn't you tell me about like Sprite? Always pays off. Were you saying earlier something about Sprite being yeah. the most developed character in that movie? And influential. Sorry. Yes. Really. All the characters movie. were equally influential, stunning, brave, and well developed. That movie was flawless. Also, this issue features uh, one of the hexes joining an online poetry forum in an unironic way. Which is, She's of doing course, uh, representing the very like small but equally valuable uh, online poetry contingent of Marvel fans, which is we gotta, everybody. Yeah, we got to get that representation in. Um mm -hmm. But also at the end of this, we see uh, Eros, also known as Star Fox, being released and how he's going to factor into, um, you know, the upcoming plans. He's on the side of the Avengers slash X-Men slash Eternals that aren't following Druig. So the list of coalitions is getting getting longer and longer. Oh, yeah. All right. So next up, we have... Uh, X-Men Red, number six, which, Tony, I believe you have an opinion on. I have a slightly different opinion than my previous ones okay. on this one. Uh, so just to make sure everyone understands, I don't want the, you to think that I'm just some kind of sellout shill and I'm only talking about how everything is great that Marvel ever does ever and then everybody who doesn't understand why it's great is a problem. Uh, this is actually flawless, not just perfect. Uh, this is a diamond in two roughs. Uh, this is a bird in the bush and in the hand. Uh, this is the greatest story ever told. 
uh, this is the Bible, but in 2022. Beautiful, beautiful Makes words. perfect sense. Thank you, Tony. Yes. Thank you. Um, now, going into what actually happened, um, X-Men Red number six, we're picking up after the assault on Araco, which is also Mars, for those that don't know, of uh, that's been terraformed, where he ripped out Magneto's heart and at the end, we got one of the most badass, pure, awesome scenes of Magneto holding himself together with magnetism. And we get the hour of Magneto. And that's what this issue is, is the aftermath of that battle, them fighting uh, the various war machines that Uranus left behind, and Magneto still holding his self together with pure magnetism without a heart. He is forcing his own blood to pump through the like iron in his blood. And he's just concentrating that hard. But like, not even just that, and also like the date, like he's gone from the database. So if he dies, that's it. Yeah. So like, this isn't just like, oh, I'll come back and then I'll be good later. This is like, this is it. Like, yeah. this is his last stand. Because if, if, if he could just come back, if he was like still going back into the X-Men Immortal queue, like there would be no point for this badass like thing. He'd be like, this would just be easier to just come back rather than this. But no, he is holding himself together without a heart, pure magnetism, and then him and Storm team up to do what I can only equate to like one of the coolest things I've seen in recent memory in comics where they, um, if anyone's seen Endgame, when Thor supercharges Tony's Unibeam, they do the Storm and Magneto version of that, where basically Storm supercharges Magneto. He superheats and erupts Araco's core to just vaporize something in an instant. Yep. Oh, it right was something. It was, it was, it was huge. Monkey. It was a giant space monkey, but there was it was like a no name giant space monkey that Uranus turned into a war machine. So like it was just this one thing. And they're like, what if I just stick my hand inside your whole chest and then um, supercharge you and you erupt the core in a burst of magnetic molten planet? Awesome. Like truly, actually awesome. Not, what did I you say? know, definitely... So, yeah. Why do you think I'm joking? Everything about this is yeah. is perfect. You have to understand. Marvel Red. doesn't make mistakes. We just are too stupid to understand them. Well, they made it. They made no mistake here. This one was very easy to understand. This, I think, everyone's going to get this one. So, yes, perfect. Mm -hmm. All right, and that brings us up to the piece de resistance of the Axe Report, which is uh, Axe Judgment Day number four. So this is our next big event. Tony? So Axe Judgment Day number four starts off with everybody rioting like a psychopath because the world has been given 24 hours to prove whether or not they are worthy based on one and one only criteria. That criteria being... Have you accomplished as much as you could? Have you been true to yourself? Very weird criteria, especially for a brand new born uh, celestial 
to be able to weigh, but that's just what we have. So the world has reached uh, a fever pitch of murder, rioting, looting, and panic uh, about whether or not mutants are responsible for this, or Eternals are responsible for this, or Celestials are responsible for this, or whatever, we're just going to rob and steal, and Captain America, who has been found wanting and definitely not one of the highlights of reality uh, or the planet earth as it were uh is uh is trying to calm down the ma- you know the masses <laughs> fine no he's not doing great uh then we get introduced well, to star fox found wanting you know that's why he was yeah. found wanting because yeah, like he's, he held, he's held this he can't yeah. if he could he would have been found you know he would have passed cyclops passed captain america didn't so that just tells you something about both of those people and oh, then we're introduced to Eros or Star Star Fox, right? Star Fox. Yeah. When did he come back? I thought he was dead from he the was last the ex- Guardians run. He was in the exclusion zone. Well, because he's an Eternal, he can't die. Oh yeah, he just comes back. So, like he was come back, but like he was put in Eternal prison. And I don't it, mean Eternals like a- can't die for a different reason than the X Men can't die. Which is a point of irony that the dum-dums in this universe are not quite pick- picking up on. Well, because they don't know. Uh... Humans don't know. Oh, yeah, humans do not it is known know. that the Eternals can't die. It, they, but they don't know why. They don't know that their secret is every time an Eternal dies, a, a random human has to die for one of them to come back. Uh, to be fair, that that is a new development as of this issue or this series. Yeah. Uh, previously, they were just immortal, or yeah. functionally immortal, as that they are biological robots. But now they uh, they trade off life force on the planet. Yeah. Uh, so here's uh, obviously Star Fox or Arrow shows up, uh, who is Thanos's brother, Uranus's son, and uh, an absolute diva. Uranus's nephew. Uranus's nephew. I thought. Oh yeah. 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 Uncle. Uranus is uncle. Because right? um, Thanos' father is dead. An amazing series of of panels featuring the progenitor, Celestial, uh, pretending to be random people to test and judge everybody, including Mayor of New York, Luke Cage, uh, Thor, Odin's son, uh, who is worthy because the Celestial... By the technicality. Yeah, read the inscription on the hammer. And was like, like, oh, it must be right. true. No, that was yeah, like, that was like the one of the greatest parts <laughs> yeah. of this was just like, well, of course I can't, you know, buy well, it's on the hammer. By <laughs> another god's um, yeah. statement, he is worthy. Therefore, he can't pick he it up if worthy. once he's worthy, and he picked it yeah. up. So, you know, it, honestly, this entire that entire scene could have just been the entire issue. He could have just been like, everyone try to pick up Thor's hammer. If 51% of reality can pick up Thor's can hammer. Pick up. Yeah, like you're survived. You can survive. Could you imagine and that's what he says and everyone just starts sweating? Yeah, 4% like, of reality picks up the hammer. Um, but, you know, I think that's... Well, that's then Cap would have been found worthy, you know, so... Yes, but he can't be because the story is perfect. Uh, then we have Eros getting absolutely no judgment whatsoever. Uh, then we get Ms. Marvel passing judgment, which is always great because Ms. Marvel uh, is awesome. Uh, some random nobody uh, gets a thumbs down because she forgot to tip. Uh, actually, that's not why she got the thumbs down. Uh, she got the thumbs down because she forgot to tip and then recognized it and then was too busy to actually do anything about it. 
So she got a thumbs Which, down. Uh, Xavier good. gets a dumb thumbs tip down. Tip people, by the way. Tip people. Yes, tip people. Uh, correct, of course. Uh, Xavier gets a thumbs down because he won't talk he, to his son. Oh, he said not now. He's like, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. not now. That's literally why. I'm too busy. Yeah. Um, want to play ball. Uh, then we get a couple of weird, unique, smaller ones. So these were interesting because these were this, uh, they've been doing this running thing throughout, uh, Axe Judgment of like focusing on everyday human beings, like just little snippets that we get. Um, and so that top one in the middle is the wife of that guy who died to revive a hex. And so he's like, I can't pass judgment on her because that's just too cruel. Which is an interesting and unique change of, of pace for this character because up until maybe about two issues ago of random issues, mm-hmm. he wasn't he didn't have a conscience or spirit. He just yeah. was raw in like logic. Uh so now we're seeing an actual development or a reveal of a conscience, uh, which is showing great depth. Uh then of course we have the greatest panel of all panels that have ever happened which uh is where the the actual instead of pretending to be somebody else the actual celestial shows up right in front of dr doom and says hey just say that reed is smarter than you and you pass uh and then doom laughs for about i'm going to assume 12 minutes straight and then Mm -hmm. walks away just just leaves Uh, and still passes yep the celestial goes doom passed himself and i agree because that's Correct. Doom uh, would say, I'm not here for this test. I've already passed. No, I, I think if he had answered, like if he would have like said, no, of course I'm smarter than Reed. I don't think he would have passed. I think that because he laughed and laughed and laughed that he stayed the truest to uh, Dr. Doom. Yep. Uh, that's why he passed because yep. Doom would find that absurdity that someone would ever think he would take that bargain. Uh, as truly hilarious. Honey Pig. Perfect comic. Then we get a couple more. A very interesting one for Daredevil. Uh, where he mm-hmm. shows up as... Uh, they didn't write it, but shows up as crucified Jesus Christ and gives him a thumbs down. And Daredevil somehow sees this. You know. Well, yeah. He shows up in his mind. Like, this is uh, all either, like, in person for some things or, like, in their mind as, like, what would torment them. And, and then as so his tradition, I, Daredevil doesn't care. He's like, yeah, whatever. I, well, Daredevil fails for the same reason that like Cap fails, and that like they haven't accomplished what they what they say they want to. Like he hasn't kept Hell's Kitchen clean, which you could argue is like not his fault, but like at the same way that the same reason why Cap can't like make America a better place. really deep writing so deep brilliant kieran gillen i think is the name of the writer kieran gillen uh belongs in in a museum like as a living being in a museum so people can study his his brilliance this issue Um, is actually really good yeah that's what i said uh and then we have another amazing awesome scene of uh miles morales uh where the celestial shows up as peter parker Giving Miles a thumbs up. Miles, of course, sends one right back. 
Miles is great. And then <laughs> for some reason, we get back to Kenta, who is the young child who plays Fortnite all the time and is functionally useless uh, into the story, but as a human being uh, in the great Also functionally world, useless. Uh, a phenomenal. Don't say that. That's mean. He's a phenomenal representation. I love of Kenta. A, of, gen, of Gen Alpha, and therefore perfect. Uh, then we get to the finale of this issue, and we're going to go through it uh, a little bit quicker. Please pick this up. This issue is truly phenomenal. Uh, where they're taking a vote to determine who the new Prime Eternal is. Eros is in the lead. Uh, Druig says, well, if I'm going to go down, Holdo maneuver, and then releases Uranus onto the planet Earth. Uh, bad things happen. Not good. Bad things happen. So Uranus has been released. Uh, everybody is starting to get ready to do the fight. Magneto and Storm show up. We're really getting to a point where everything is uh, doing okay. Magneto seems to to finally die, killing Uranus. Maybe, maybe not. We're not completely aware of what's happened. Uh, Eros does his absolute best to explain to the Celestial, hey, give peace a chance, man. And uh, the Celestial then says, uh, you suck. All of oh, you yeah. suck. Every single one of you sucks. Even the ones of you that pass suck. Uh, you've lived enough, and now you're dead. And then obliterates uh, reality. Uh, so that's it. That's the end of Marvel. Uh, which is very sad. <laughs> also, the end of the podcast is officially. Also, so, yeah. Uh, as we yeah, are obliterated. There's nothing else we can do. As reality uh, has been obliterated. Here's a picture of reality being obliterated. And we left it up here. Uh, except Cap, because reality obliterating beams do not affect uh, American <laughs> Shield. Uh, <laughs> Even though Cap failed. He somehow still lived by doing the cat maneuver, which is I'll just curl up in the little ball behind my shield and everything will be okay. Uh, it's the because attention all... to detail that makes this perfect. Um, as you can kind of see, Captain America's body has holes in it in this picture too. Like he's starting to not exist anymore. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, Judgment Day issue four is uh, Axe Judgment Day issue four is a flawlessly perfect comic. I just wanted to go into full detail on why. Uh, the other ones I didn't think needed it. They were obviously flawless, but this one might have been a bit confusing for some. Any Probably because they had them. They had the most depth. I think it was the best one. Like it was. It was really cool to read. Yeah, and um, that completes my axe judgment report that I have done completely and totally on my own. Uh, with no support from everybody else, reminding everybody that everything Marvel does always and forever is great. Uh, and that's it. I mean, yeah, I, that wraps. Uh, actually, I kind of want to still talk about this. Like, this was going somewhere I was not expecting them to get. We've been talking about how this is kind of following that like 24-hour format where I thought we might have made it out of this and um like we're here in the middle you can see on the screen the checklist we still we yeah we're about halfway through uh the axe judgment day event for marvel comics we still have until uh november at the end of this for the omega so 
where we go from here, as in probably Tony's words, is going to be perfect writing, no flaws, um, but it's going to take us on a roller coaster. All right. And here's my thing. Real it's, fast. It's, it's going to culminate in Axe Iron Fist issue one. You know that. We all know that. that. All right. That's what I'm going to bring up here. If the world has been deemed chosen, and we still have like several weeks till Iron Fist. Like, <laughs> what has he done? Like, everyone's gone. Is he just like chilling, like still eating his nachos? Like, he's high as fuck in his apartment or something. He's just like, meditating, bro. Peace yeah. and love, man. Peace and love. He's just like However smoking it happens, weed. On his... It's going to be a brilliantly written story. True. Yeah. Yeah, of Act course. Judgment. I mean... Iron Fist <laughs> issue number one is going to be an all time classic. It's going to sell for more than Amazing uh, Fantasy number one uh, ever did. And uh, it's going to sell for one million Morbian bucks. I'm gonna actually. This is the only one I'm gonna buy. Like one personally. million more bucks. Yeah, that's too much. One more billion more bucks. One billion more bucks. More billion. Someone said more billion. Morbian. Do you have any idea how much money that is? One more buck is worth four trillion U.S. dollars. Yeah. It's based it's exclusively on how good that movie was. It is. You don't. So. You're just making up numbers now. I'm not. It's actually uh, translated from the original Morbanese. So, well, that's the Axe Judgment Report. We got some other comics. We uh, do exciting, beautiful comics that we have to go over. And uh, I'm exhausted from going over all six of these issues. So you, yeah, you just take a backseat and you bask in the glow of all the awesomeness, uh, Vinny. Mm -hmm. So we, you me. read uh, amazing. Speaking of amazing fantasy, number one, you read amazing fantasy 1000, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it was super good. It was way better okay. than any like recent Spider-Man stuff. But, you know, oh, like, would you be talking about the now classic ASM 900? I am talking about the now classic ASM 900. Yeah, you know, we were told that it's now classic in uh, ASM 901, but I don't think they needed to tell me. I read it and I was like, this is a now classic. Well, they can't I, put it. In, they can't write it if it isn't true. Exactly. True. Like, that why would true. they? We also can't say it if it's not true. Correct. Yeah, um, we wouldn't lie. And somehow they managed to actually top that. So, um, I still can't believe how they topped it, but it's, they uh, it's amazing. With actual perfection. Yep. So, if there was ASM nine hundred perfection, now we truly do have actual perfection with beautiful art well-written stories and i'm being 100 serious here it was actually very ASM well 900 was the more we see these culmination milestone like issues the more asm 900 makes me mad because they went in with like this premise of like who is spider-man and then told the worst story to do it there were good elements about it but then we get Amazing Fantasy 1000, which, by the way, uh, anyone who's listening, if you care about comics, and especially if you love Spider-Man, pick this up. It's like 70 pages. Uh, it's about five or six different stories in it. Uh, the art is amazing in it. Uh, just all of it. Pick it up. This is going to be one of those things that you buy, you keep in a case, and it's worthwhile. Um, so, 
Oh yeah. We just wanted- whatever you pay for too, even if it's like 10 bucks for this comic, right? It's 70 pages long. Like you're yeah. going to get your money's worth. Yeah. It has eight great stories. You know, the art for all of them are good are really good. Like surprising. Well, it's not surprising, but it's like, yeah, it, it's nice. Like there's nothing like you'd be like, Oh, I really don't like that p- panel. Like all the there panels were, are like really well. There was one story where like, it, it's not my favorite like art style, but I could still like appreciate that it was good. Um, it was the one about the little kid where it's kind of got that like old grainy kind of comic um, style. Uh, Tony, if you keep scrolling, it's after the MJ hospital one, which was my favorite one. Uh, with old Spider-Man and uh, MJ is super old. I did uh, like the uh, I did like that one a lot. Yeah. Let's see, uh, keep going. I think it's like the one of the next to last ones. Uh, like all of this, uh, it's after this. This is this Neil Gaiman's. Yeah. Story. Oh yeah, where he's got with him. Yep. Uh, no, the one after this then. Uh, never mind. I, uh, no, okay. I think I missed it. It might have been the Neil Gaiman story then. Uh, there was like a few, but you, yeah, the comment section that was my least favorite. Yeah, yeah, this one right here. Like, even I was like, uh, this isn't really my like art style, but like, it's still good. It's just, I, I prefer like a little bit more cohesion. Um, but yeah, all the stories are great. And they all, guess what? Touch really well on the theme of who is Spider-Man. What does it mean to be Spider-Man? Um, so just great. And that leads us into, uh, I believe, ASM number nine. And Tony. So ASM number nine, aside from being a perfect and wonderful issue of Spider-Man, like all of them ever always are, uh, is well, a tie-in from the Hellfire Gala event from about two and a half months ago, where we kind of left off, just to keep everybody up on, if you have been paying attention to what's going on with Amazing Spider-Man, which I personally couldn't imagine why anyone wouldn't. Uh, basically, about six months ago, in real life and in comic book time, Something horrible happened. To we don't Spider-Man. know what that's to Spider-Man. Because of Spider-Man, around Spider-Man, we don't know. Something so horrible that, like, MJ refused to even talk to him again. Uh, uh, Aunt May kind of disowned him. Something horrible happened. We don't know so what So horrible, he actually is now friends with Norman Osborn because that's about the only friend that he has right now. Which is why, if you look at the picture and you see his brand new amazing costume, uh, it's actually goblin armor. So, we're calling this the Goblin Spider. Yeah, right. Go- go- gobbler. The Gobbler. So, this is the tie into the Hellfire Gala event, uh, which is not Axe Judgment, it is before the events of Axe Judgment. Uh, but somehow also after the events uh, that caused Peter Parker to lose all of his friends and family, uh, which is, of course, Dan Slott. So I'm not going to go into it. It, it, it <laughs> You know, it's basically uh, very, very beautiful art, I'm going to say. Uh, very 
adorable Spider-Man tongue-in-cheek jokes over here. Uh, it is just kind of a, a wow. memory uh, evaluation of like what happened. The uh, the Stepford Cuckoos are like and and you know under the the rule of Bishop are like looking into Spider-Man's mind to try to figure out, hey, what's uh, what's Moira up to? Because she up to some crazy stuff. And we find out a lot of what happened uh, without going into absolutely too much detail. We find out that Moira didn't shapeshift into MJ's body, uh, which is what we were led to believe in the first place. Uh, what had happened was, and I'm trying to find it here, the necklace that MJ wore uh, was kind of like a a key, like a USB. Moira. Yeah, like a key for Moira to take over. So MJ was actually MJ most of the time, and whenever uh, Moira wanted to take over, she would just do it. Uh, so that wasn't actually ever a necklace. Uh, and we're all convinced that MJ's actually dead now, if we've been reading the comics. Uh, for reasons. It does appear as if she did kill MJ, uh, going back. So, we don't know what's happening. Look at this Craven just trying to get back onto Krakoa over here. Uh, don't ask why. No, <laughs> some Greyhawk, I think is or his name. We know Greyhawk, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Greyhawk. He's a tracker. So, yeah. Great Crow. Great Crow. Close uh, mm. enough. Yeah, who cares? Uh, but again, very interesting take on what's going on with Spider-Man. Kind of nice to fill in the gaps from what happened there. And then, of course, we get uh, more of Peter Parker being sad, which is the only way Peter Parker should be. Uh, MJ wanting nothing to do with him. For reasons. Uh, and then this really sad panel of what appears to be MJ walking away from Peter for the last time. Presumably. For now. For now. Because, yeah, she's a, she's now a, a stepmom to the most boring guy in the world. In a matter of weeks. Paul. His name yeah. is Paul. She's like a she stepmom to a clone of her. She went from working things out with Peter to stepmom uh, to her accountant boyfriend in two and a half weeks. She's because she's been doing it for so long that he proposed to her, I believe. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of weird time stuff. Time jumps are always very unique and weird. Uh, I, at the beginning, I was a little bit scared, but as is tradition, they did pull it off. I was wrong and stupid for thinking Marvel didn't know what they were doing. I will never make that mistake again. Uh, they they kind of pulled it off. And uh, going into the next issue, we have, of course, the return of Gwen Stacy, which no one is tired of. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. That's, that's Are you still doing the uh, Gwenverse run? Just curious. I know you're involved yes. in that. Yes, but there hasn't been a new issue yet. I think next week is actually yeah. a new issue. Oh, okay. After. Yeah. They, um, they've taken a, a little bit of a weird break from it. It's only been like two weeks. But uh, so next issue, I believe, is Spider-Man's judgment story. So I feel like 
uh, that Gwen Stacy is just going to be the progenitor, like showing yes. up in front of Spider Man, and it's just oh, gonna, it's going to torture. It's going to be a whole issue of like, why don't we just rip out Spider Man's entire being and stomp it on the floor while he's already down? It'll be um, that, it'll be or it'll be like, or it'll be Uncle Ben. Someone, it'll be someone. No, I think it's going to be like because he had no control. Like, depending on when you think, like, according to, uh, like this, I don't know what did in ASM. Did Spider Man already have his powers when Uncle Ben died? Yeah, he did. Okay, because there's a few. Like he, like sometimes he didn't have his powers. Sometimes he did. Um, and like sometimes he could have stopped it. Sometimes he couldn't. So. Um, but I think Gwen is like his one true, like big failure, right? Like Uncle Ben the, was a mistake that changed who he was. Gwen yeah. was a mistake that sh- uh, Uncle Ben was in action. Gwen was action. Yeah, yeah, and he he failed. chose to do nothing, and as a result, an incredibly ridiculous circumstance occurred. And his yeah. uncle died. Whereas uh in his attempt to save Gwen, he snapped her neck. Yeah. So uh so this was a they they hit different. You know, like it's one thing if you get a flat tire because there's a random rocket or something in the road and you weren't expecting it. And there's another thing if you get a flat tire because you ju- you jump onto the curb to save time. So. Yeah, fair enough. So that's a weird analogy for the death of Gwen Stacy is Peter Parker jumping on the curb to save time. But yes, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's not going to go well. I did that's love it. this issue. I love the the team up. Uh, my favorite line was when he was talking to Mister Sinister, and he Sinister was like, "So do those, do those webs, webs come out of you? No." <laughs> and do you Peter's like, to? no, what do you want? Yeah. Do you want them to? And he's like, we're done here. Told you. Every issue that we talked about was phenomenal. Superb. Um, yeah. And that leads us into well, another piece of big news that we've gotten over the last couple of weeks, which is somehow we're getting the next big X-Men storyline, but this one is an X-Men and uh, Spider-Man team up storyline. And it's called the uh, Dark Web. Dark Web. Yep. And it is going to be the clones, uh, Madeline Pryor and uh, Ben Riley are teaming up to uh, wreak havoc on both the X-Men and Spider-Man for presumably their disdain for being uh, clones. Who cloned uh, Madeline Pryor again? Was it Sinister? Uh, Sinister. That so, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> The only person <laughs> Sinister hasn't cloned is Ben Riley. In all of Clonedom. And technically yeah. came. Um so And it's, we it's actually be... get Chasm. Yes, we get Ben I'm Riley to see that. as Chasm. So clearly this is picking up after the last so this is gonna be happening kind of like in judgment, where we are like the ASM stories are happening and then we have like some X-Men stories and then we have uh, something called the gold goblin 
that series is going to be going on during that. Uh, some Venom stories are also in this. So. Uh, this I'm is excited gonna be... to see that Gold Goblin. You know, like they have what we have, like three issues of Gold Goblin that we'll see. I have no clue who that's going to be. I don't know if that's going to be just Norman. I don't know if that's going to be a whole new character. Could what, be a clone. Or what. Could be and a clone. This, a this Norman clone. Seem to be picking up in no. This starts in November, which is when Axe Judgment ends. Yeah. So they're ending Axe, which is keeping it very small and tight of an event. And I don't think anything's going to change from Axe Judgment. But it. it uh, I think so. I don't think I anything's going to change. I think we're going to have the end of X Men Immortality at the end of this. I don't know, like if you consider that a change. That's a return to that's a return to status quo. But that's still a change from like the current status quo. So like, it and was that's a, a change to get skewed. them there. Yeah, but I'm saying like I don't, I don't, I I it's see that as a big uh, change. Like it it removes them as the superpower that they currently are. Like they'll will really they still be? Uh, will they still be? If the takes the life of a Krakoan, can a Krakoan come back to life after? It can't take the life yes. of a Krakoan. It, if they could, can't. yes, they could. But I'm saying, yeah, like, yes, but it can't yes, because it can only yeah. take human life. Yeah, yeah. Mutants are different than humans. They are not counted are, among the Eternals. Consider them deviants, and they because yeah. they they fulfill the deviant requirement. They could never take the yeah. life of a Krakoan because a Krakoan can only be a Krakoan if it's a mutant. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we've seen in some of the things uh, in the Death of Mutants, like deviants are close enough to mutants that they're able to use like the Krakoan gates, but they're not, they're not mutants and mutants are not deviants, but they're close enough that like Krakoa will allow it. Cause for anyone that doesn't know, Krakoa is a living sentient Island. If you are familiar with coding programming in most ways, uh, it is way more likely that the Krakoan gate, works like they're not retconning them to be deviants now. Uh it, no. it's more likely that the Krogoan gate doesn't find and allow mutants to pass through. It's way more likely that it does not allow humans to pass through. Yeah. <laughs> like just from a from an understanding of like how biological work and like anything really, it's way more likely that instead of finding all of the possible and potential deviations Instead, it just finds what the norm is and the de- anything that's significantly deviant from that uh, would be passable, which is why deviants, people like Spider-Man, Captain America could pass through the gates if need be. Deadpool. Well, Deadpool Even though Deadpool, Deadpool. It, he, he uh, in Mutate. X-Force, yeah, mm-hmm. he kind of talks about how like he's like considered an honorary mutant. He's a mutant, but not quite. And he just kind of, they just kind of let him. He got an X gene. It just he does, nice. but um, yeah, exactly. Um, and that's why he, he's like allowed into Krakoa. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Deviants can now use the portals, but Kate Pride still can't. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's like, a what a slap reason. to the face. It's a different, a reason, different reason, but still a slap to the face. They're like, dang, it's because a whole other species can use it now. Brave and too stunning and brave, right? She's too stunning and too brave. Got it. Too brave, too stunning. She's too perfect. 
that's the next Fast and the Furious sequel. Um, starring Kate Pride. No, it's Fast 10 Year Seatbelts. <laughs> oh, God. Please stop. Um, so, yeah, we have Dark Web immediately following that. Um, and that looks, and it's, again, it seems to be a pretty big spanning storyline, not just Spider Man and the X Men. So, obviously, not going to be Judgment Day size, which is everyone. Um, mm-hmm. But. I don't think we're getting a, a dark web Iron Fist. We're getting um, a dark web Ms. Marvel. We are, but that's because Ms. Marvel is awesome. That's so, true, yes. Um, we are She's getting like a dark web. on top of everything. Yeah, we get dark web uh, Mary Jane and Black Cat team up. So like for everyone's wet dreams right there. Um, we, get two um, issues. we get two issues of that. At that wiki page at the top, it said Hallow's Eve. Is a character? Is that was that confirmed or who is that? Uh, I, I really don't know. We don't have a link on it yet. Yeah, I th- that might be a new character that comes out of this. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting. It's so. gonna be some kind of un like it's got to be some kind of Madeline Pryor Ben Riley hybrid. Yeah, I don't because remember Ben Riley superpower, the greatest power is... ever, immediately making him a villain because no hero could ever have that power. Atomic disassembly. It's such a cool power. Yeah, he could just, like his new ability is like Adams. No, be gone. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> like, like gross. erases them. Yeah, erases them. Yeah, and he got yeah. it in the most fucked up way, which was he got caught in it as they were trying to scrub uh, a black site facility. And is that his origin of how he became Chasm? Because I haven't, yes. I don't know how he. Okay, that's how he switched over. Yeah. Uh, read ASM. Uh, 53, I want to say. 50 it was like, something. It was in the 50s. Um, basically, Peter Parker is trying to, Peter Parker, Spider Man is trying to figure it out. So he's like, all right. And then uh, Ben Riley is having a mental breakdown on like, the whole being a clone thing. And he ends up in this uh, facility. That's he's not, not doing well with it. Having the mental breakdown. Uh, you might be right. I, it's, it's been a bit. He's talking about how he's pissed about the fact because he just failed at three things he tried to do. The yeah. first was bring back Uncle Ben. He did succeed at bringing back Gwen Stacy. She is back and alive now. Um, and like the clone of Gwen Stacy, he tried to bring back Uncle Ben, failed. Then he tried to uh, become a hero and failed. And then he tried to uh, uh, figure out what made him a clone and remove it and failed. So he's had three like high profile failures, making him believe that his status as a clone makes him a failure. And that combined with the uh, crazy circumstances, uh, kind of led to yeah. this issue so so here's where we run into a real issue dark web is either a prequel or a sequel and we don't know what it is yet because hmm. i think it's a sequel we don't know but... if ben is still alive after whatever happened in pennsylvania and this we could be the six months before gap. we know yeah we know that happened Ooh. before the events of hellfire gala Ooh. It could be definitely a six months gap right here. 
and why so, at the end of this is why everyone hates Peter Parker again. And, I didn't think about that. Yep. That would be sick. Yeah. This could be a prequel saga explaining many, many, many things and also kind of correlating why the Black Cat and Mary Jane had the relationship where he could sh- she could just show up and ask if she's seen Peter. Because they true. never really had that relationship. Yeah. Uh, so th- I, I'm starting to think this is a a prequel series, uh, th- unless they've said it, and I'm just kind of like, I you know they, this is it. This is just kind of they've just announced this like within the last two weeks. I can't. I don't think it was this week. I think yeah. it was the week before. This has got a good number of comics to it too. This looks like three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's 12, about two six. and a half months of events. This uh, is about twenty comics. Which yeah. The other thing to think about is. Zeb Wells, the current writer of this current run of Spider-Man, is leading this. Yeah. So this is definitely a he did both. more. He this is his baby because he wrote yeah. Spider-Man before, and he wrote he was re-upped for Spider-Man in the new uh, ASM. Oh yeah, that's that's even more evidence that this could definitely be a part of his master plan of the six-month time gap. Yeah, we know that it does take place like it this isn't like a separate story because we this is taking place during like asm i think it's like 17 18 19 and 20 um of the current run so this isn't like oh we're just gonna do this cute little story off to the side like this is in the current you know and i'm reading main... the wiki and it's saying stuff that's happening but there's no evidence like it's just it's like these things happen. It's assuming. It's, yeah. yeah. So whoever edited this is is making assumptions, not, you know. Uh, I'm only going off of the one tweet, official Marvel tweet that announced this. Um, and that's about it. And either way, uh, it's fine. But we have a lot of information to cover. We, we need to know why Aunt May won't, like, was mad at Peter. Aunt May has yeah. accepted Peter. Aunt May got shot. <laughs> yeah yeah and she was like, like it's okay sweetie like what did he you do? did your best yeah i'm thinking so. he didn't do his best like uh we were talking about this before the show i think like ben riley is gonna give him like uh one of those like super villain ultimatums but then he pulls like an aussie mandeus where he's like i've already enacted the plan and like he just melts an entire town in pennsylvania and peter parker failed I'm thinking that. like that is what happens and everyone's like y- not like failed like he failed Uncle Ben like he just wasn't good enough to stop it and let it happen and it happened because of him so I'm very excited to see what happens yeah but uh that's, that's it as far I as do want I've seen what have you been? Uh, I do want to bring up one thing though. Uh, Thunderbolts issue one. Before we oh, switch yeah. on to the next one, go ahead. So, Thunderbolts. Well, I think everyone knows Thunderbolts right now. As of now, like it's been a long time. Like villain team, it's like the equivalent of Suicide Squad. And you know, we heard a bunch of stuff about on D twenty three, but at the same time, we have the first issue of the series come out, and it is about Hawkeye as leader. Uh, we have. It looks like Spectrum, America Chavez, Power Man. Uh, I think her name's Perception. 
or it's Kara Kilgrave. She's like the purple man's daughter. Thank you. Persuasion. And then we have a rip off. uh, I thought we got the new, the new wonder man. Uh, You said power man, power man, power man is. That's uh, the age is persona. I I think this is wonder man as in this is power man. Is it? I thought it was. Yeah, Power Man's been around for a little while. Like he took the mantle a long time ago, and he's been he was on like the the Young Avengers or New Avengers a while back, and he's done other like team ups. Gotcha. He's not like he's never like a he's always there in like the background, and he's always like on the big teams, but he just never usually has a huge role. Yeah. Um. And then there's like this like little monster guy. I think we're gonna see in issue two. But we haven't seen him yet. So essentially, like in the comics right now, which I didn't know, Luke Cage is now the mayor of New York. Which, you know, it was like Wilson Fisk. And during Wilson Fisk's time as the mayor, he the one things one of the things he did is he made like vigilanteism illegal. And so he had a city team made that was like the other Thunderbolts team, the prior one. And that's still technically the only legal team they're allowed to have in the city right now. So when Luke Cage came in, he said, all right, you guys are gone. I'm going to make my own team. Still name them the Thunderbolts because that's what they legally have to do. And so it's just a team of heroes this time and not villains. But it's still kind of cool because, yeah, we have like a lot of familiar characters. But we still have, again, uh, uh, this ripoff cable. We don't know anything about them. We have... uh, persuasion um i don't know anything about her like i looked a little bit into her like her bio her like her wiki and she's been around for a while she is a mutant she was like her first appearance was in alpha flight number 41 and uh it's pretty simple story it's like the first let's team up let's get all the characters together so this isn't like a crazy story to like this isn't like a crazy story to start off with it just kind of shows the team up like i said uh Let's see. As I, I'm just kind of looking through it, make sure I'm not missing anything. We do uh, see them go against like Scream and a few other like villains. I think Abomination I thought, was there. Yeah, it seems like they were going against like the old Thunderbolts team. You know, yeah, like out yeah, with US the Agent old, was there with, too. Out with the old, in with the new. Um, I, I like how US Agent's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm in charge now. I got the job." And he like knocks out yeah. US Agent. Which, you know, I think mad props to Hawkeye for fighting him. Because, again, he's just a guy with the arrow. But, uh... Guy with the arrow. He's a guy with the arrow, unfortunately. But, uh, he he actually leaves, like, a lot of teams to think about it. You know, he did, like, the Secret Avengers for a long time. But, uh... In the beginning of this issue, it's him trying to, like, get together the West Coast Avengers. Everyone's favorite Avenger variant. mm Mm-hmm. Uh... It was essentially is like part of the West Coast Avengers that he has going, but I, it's not like a crazy like interesting story. But I do like who they have right now. I think it's gonna get a lot better as the story progresses, and I am actually very interested in who this new Cable guy is. Cause I think we might have like a name for him. I think it's like Guts and Glory is his name, but that's it. That's all we know. Um. I think honestly, I think that's probably going to end up being like a nothing burger. But I think this this is just like a fun story. Um, it almost is like they're trying to do 
this is like two things. They're like combining the Thunderbolts with like the new warriors and like, how do we market a superhero team as well? You know? So Mm -hmm. like, cause this team was put together by analytical research and, uh, you know, so this lineup is just like, how do we check off all the boxes that are going to make people happy with what a superhero team should do? So you got to have the leader, which is Hawkeye. You got to have the muscle, which is Power Man. You got to have the tech expert, which is uh, Guts and Glory and the mentalist. And so they have all these boxes that they check off and they're like, all right, this is the team to go. Um, so it's fun. It, there's nothing serious happening in this, but it's it's just fun. I think it's this story is gonna be what I wanted Savage Avengers to be. Yes, that, I, that's I the way I'm gonna say it. So. You it wanna know what? what? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Tony. Um, Tony. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. You're right. Like this is a roll call issue, like Savage Avengers one was, but it's actually like good because they also told a story about how they came together rather than they all just kind of showed up. In the same fight, got, all got sent back in time. Got sent yeah, back like, in time. This is way more natural, I feel, of a story. Well, as natural me. as a corporate-driven analytical super. But that, that's natural story. almost. That is literally like, hey, there's this is a corporate thing. natural Trolls than a corporate-driven clipboard. <laughs> listen, all right, listen, all right, l- let me finish. Let me finish for you fucking shame Officially let, confirmed. You can't tell me. Corporate sellout show. No, that's Tony. But um, oh, that's you. Tony's no. just speaking like it is. Listen, me, all right, Han, is, let me finish. My name I is can, Pick it, Me Tony. And sorry. I've all messages about me. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, here's the way I'm saying it. Like, I could totally see in a universe like this is where we would have someone like, all right, well, these guys are the best ones to team up like, for our analytics and make everything look better. That seems like a very natural progression. Of this universe, this is, like, this is like the boys with Vought Industries when they're like, "Oh, yeah. you're, you're and in the real world, that would happen." Demographic X, Y, and Z. And you can't you tell me that would not happen in no, the I real agree world. With you, but it's not no. natural. Like that's it natural in the real world. You're right, because in the real world, there would be no superheroes if you had powers. You, everyone would just be a supervillain. There would Correct. be no heroes. Correct. Again, 100%. That's why it makes the... The uh, only way there would ever be a superhero is if there was only one, and it was the right person. The second no, like more if they, than one no. person had superpowers, it'd be over. No. If there's only one person, that person literally just becomes a supervillain, because there's no one there to stop them. The second you get two, that's when um, you might get a superhero. But like when when imagine that if you're the only person on earth who like has Superman's powers and there's no one to stop yeah, but you. That's Superman. Yeah, you might be a tyrant. Imagine you're no, the only Daredevil. If... <laughs> you're blind. <laughs> I think even yeah. if you're like the only Daredevil, like um, there are I'll... currently people who think they're the Punisher. Yeah, but that's not a superpower. They're useless. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not... Punisher doesn't have superpowers. As we've seen in the recent pun, well, now he actually does have superpowers because yes. he's the fist the, of the hand. Yeah. Last week, he's Punisher the beast. Six. Yeah, um, also phenomenal. Where he's fighting Ares because he's literally taking the fight to the god of war. Um, 
Makes sense. So, that seems on brand. It is. It's very on brand. Um, I'm the God of War. Hold on. I, <laughs> which is funny because like uh, Ares is like, you were one of my best disciples and now you've forsaken me to become the hand. Um, and also in the current Daredevil run where uh, Daredevil and Elektra are going to rule over the fist, which is different than the fist of the hand. Um, they are going to clash with uh, Punisher's hand. So a little bit of interconnection there. Um, so I think that wraps up a lot of the major uh, issues from the last three weeks. Uh, I think there was also a uh, Captain America Sentinel of Liberty uh, came out, which was pretty good. Uh, so if you've been following that story, check that out. Uh, Ghost Rider, so I want to say it's five or six. Uh, continuing that hellish uh, demonscape uh, storyline came out recently. Uh, Savage Avengers. Oh, how could we forget Miss Marvel and Venom? That classic storyline. Uh, new Fantastic Four. So there's been Obviously, a lot. The greatest comic that came out that we didn't even talk about, which is our mistake is x-men and moon girl and the moon girl yeah oh Uh, man basically you can't go wrong with anything in moon girl just you know can't because it's Um, so fresh and original it is and that's all that matters is that it's fresh and original and representative yeah and that's why marvel's uh absolutely so tony why don't you cover what's coming out uh next week Absolutely. It'd be my pleasure. So we have Avengers issue 60. Obviously, it's going to be great. Uh, And then we have Fantastic Four 47. Both are judgment tie-ins. Both are expected to be uh, Nobel uh, Prize for Literature award winning laureates. I believe Pulitzer. Anyone. Well, that's for journalism. Either. All. Then we have the first. Axe Judgment Day number five, as we've read in from Axe Judgment Day number four just now. Uh, amazing. So, yes, this will also be amazing. Then, of course, New Mutants number 30. Hey, you don't get the 30 issues without being stellar. Uh, so we have 30 issues of that. We have Strange number six, personal favorite of mine, well known. Uh, and this story is actually starting to pick up. Uh, so it's going a little bit faster than it was for anyone still interested. Edge of Spider-Verse four, three was literal last week, not even making that up. Bunch of tiny little sub stories in the world of Spider Man that seem to be tying into the uh, new Spider Verse movie coming out in December. Uh, They're also doing a, like an actual Spider Verse like mini event uh, coming up here, I think, in November. It's got so, to do with Madam Web, if I remember correctly, but I don't yeah. know details about it or don't recall. I'm sure it'll be phenomenal, though. Uh, Carnage 6. Uh, you don't get to six issues without being phenomenal, so Carnage 6 is there. Legion of X-Men 5, it's almost at six issues, which means it's clearly phenomenal. Uh, you should be okay with that. Uh, Avengers Forever has what appears to be Captain Marvel on the cover, so it's going to be fantastic. X-Terminators 1, you know, I woke up this morning and said, you know what we desperately need? Another X-Men title, and they gave it to me because Marvel knows that uh, I just want to hit those mommy milkers that they throw out 
So thank you, Marvel, for giving me another X-Men title. Exterminators, number one, going to be fantastic. Uh, Jane Foster and the Mighty Thor. Uh, you don't get to four issues without being phenomenal. So it's going to be great. Iron Cat, number four, instant classic, guaranteed. No, Your money back uh, from, of course, nobody would ever give you your money back because no one would ever return it. So they don't have a return policy for that. Uh, X-Men Legends 2, you don't get the two issues without being phenomenal. So... You're, you're already in a good spot there. Same thing with X-Men Green, uh, second issue. That's all you need to know about there. And then, of course, some lesser-known Marvel content. Uh, Ultraman uh, issue two, which I'm sure is phenomenal because it, you don't put the Marvel tag on something that isn't great. And then Mech Strike Monster Hunters 4, uh, which has Doctor Doom in it. That is a crossover, yeah. Between yeah, Monster so... Hunters, Giant Mechs, and Marvel. Yeah, and here's Doctor Doom. So I'm going to be buying this. Uh, <laughs> it looks sick. If nothing else, it does look cool. Like I've seen, I haven't read any of the Mech Strike stuff because like it just doesn't appeal to me. But like every time I look at the cover, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That appeals to like my child. Like what if everyone was like piling in a giant mecha and it was awesome. So. There's Spider-Gwen. There is Spider-Gwen. The team-up that no one thought. Doom and Spider-Gwen. Yeah, so every comic next week and then every comic that for the foreseeable future, if it has the Marvel tag, it's going to be the perfect thing. So just buy it. Dr. Von Gwen. That's the next evolution of the Gwenverse. Oh, gosh. Uh, probably. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think that wraps up comics, unless anyone's got anything else. I know there was a... About three weeks worth of stuff. Um, Tony, any uh, comments about Marvel Comics right now? Phenomenal at all stages. All right, thank you for your excellent commentary. Yeah, I think actually the last couple of weeks have been really good. Um, so that brings us into yes, the big uh, D23 event that happened last week where we got a lot of exciting announcements uh, for both video games and uh movies and tv so normally we would kind of do like tv and then any video game or uh toy stuff but i think for this since they're all kind of wrapped up into the d23 umbrella we'll just cover them all at once and then we'll go from there um so where do we want to start do we want to start on movies and then games or games and then movies i want to do like the trailers and like the movies okay. that were announced all right that sounds uh good so let's start, I guess, well, we'll tie in with comics, and we got the official lineup for the Thunderbolts revealed. Uh, so uh, I, I mean, we could recap first and be like, all right, who's in it? So we have three super soldiers. We have, uh, we have Bucky. We've got, is it John Walker, the U.S. agent? Is that his yep. name? Yeah. And then we have... Uh, what, what's the Russian guy's name? Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Thank I you. I don't so, remember his actual Russian name. I, I'm sure it's like Dimitri or. I think it know. is Dimitri. I know it sounds racist, but I'm pretty sure it's Dimitri. Um, Russia gonna, is not a race. Like you can't be racist. Yes, I can. That's not but, how uh, that works. I can be stereotypical. How's that sound? There you go. Thank you. All right. Uh, so we got. Red Guardian, we've got Yelna, she's back. I'm super excited to see her. We have Ghost, then we have 
I don't know the girl who's been recruiting everyone. I think she's a it's, Hydra agent or prior Hydra agent. Oh, uh, Valerie, played by the uh, brilliant uh, Julia uh, Louise Dreyfus. That's yeah, uh, and then Madam Hydra. Madam Hydra, yeah. thank you. Yeah. They haven't Long called Long. her that, but I think her they, name. They is gave like her Valerie. entire full name, which is the name yeah. of Madam Hydra. So. Yeah, like you don't, get, um, you don't get Contessa in your name, and they're well, like, oh, that could be the only one. reason why I'm saying that is like I don't know if Disney is like sticking with that Hydra is still around or what. So we'll just see how that shakes out. Um, that's the only reason why and I feel like they've kind of moved past Hydra in the MCU, but yeah, I feel like they've moved past it. But you never know. After the whole scroll thing coming up soon, they could just come back. Yeah, but uh, um, am I missing anyone else? Uh, Taskmaster, the Taskmaster, daughter of the guy from Black Widow, uh, that uh, Natasha like um, thought she killed, and then was just turned into like some type of weird assassin robot cyborg. Then at the end of Black Widow, I thought Taskmaster went back to normal. No, no, she is. She is like they so the reason why she was able to defeat Taskmaster was like the classic she broke through to her humanity but like so like she's kind of i wouldn't say I mean, back her, normal she's back to her humanity she's not she, a a zombie essentially yeah she's not mind controlled by uh the red room anymore but like no she is she is Taskmaster forever okay. i just want to make sure that I just want to make that clear. Like, so she's not mind controlled, but she now is willingly or seems willingly Presumably. to be part of this team for yeah. that, for what we know. We're going to so, assume everyone yeah, joined until they're like, now nah, you are forced to do this. She left. If I remember black widow at the, uh, correctly, she left with Yelena and the other widows. Like when they were, uh, after that weird sky base crashed and they were like, we're free now. And then they went off to do Black, Black Widow, Widow stuff. things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, stunning, brave, and wonderful things that men couldn't do. Exactly. Thank you, Tony. Uh, but I kind of like the lineup. I think it's a pretty, it's pretty filled up. I, you know, like, I like all of the characters in the lineup, with maybe the exception of Taskmaster, but that's because, like, she had no character in Black Widow. And like, uh-huh. so I'm excited to hope. And like, it's a shame that we're not getting a uh, comic Taskmaster because like, he's kind of like that zany, wacky along the lines of Spider-Man and like had a really great like personality in the comics. So it'll be interesting to see how they actually, I hope she's not just like the black noir of, uh, you know, bringing back the boys reference, but like the black noir where like, didn't say anything for like two seasons and then all of a sudden we find out like he sees cartoon characters in his head because he's got half his brain blown off so i like the thing that she's uh trying sorry. to adjust back spoilers to like spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen uh the boys season three but it's been like three months so i hope to see hope to like i hope that she's like just super socially awkward because she's not how to interact like at all people and so we just get that goofiness still just from those situations. Yeah. Um, like I said, I enjoy, I'm excited. Anything more with Yelena? Uh, I think Florence Poe, 
as Yelena has been like one of my favorite characters to come out of phase four. Um, uh, yeah, Yelena has been great. I'm excited so, for her comeback. I'm super excited for Ghost personally. Yeah. Just because last time we saw Ghost was like Ant Man the Wasps. She was trying to like either stabilize herself or get rid of her powers. Yeah. And so we'll kind of find out what's happened to her since because a lot, it's been a long time. You know, we have no clue. For all we know, like she just decided to be evil or like we, we don't know anything about yeah. her. Do- uh, I don't think we, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time she was brought up. Um, I do like, so I don't like that we have basically three anti-Captain Americas in various forms and that we have three super soldiers. I feel like that's a little bit uh, too much, but I do like the, the several character dynamics that they have. So you have Yelena and Red Guardian. So you got that kind of like father-daughter fun which i was one of the like the few things i actually enjoyed about black widow was like the dynamics between red guardian and black widow and yelena um and then you have it's going to be interesting to see bucky and uh u.s agent on the same team that's gonna be great i'm so excited to see that (laughs) you know now we have like bucky's kind of moved past it i'm i am actually surprised that bucky is on this team to be honest he like, had to be forced. Like this is like this is not him wanting to join. This is him. Yeah, like, it'll be he interesting has to, to see join. how he gets recruited to this because where we left off in Falcon and the Winter Soldier was he has basically been reformed. You know, like yes, he's no longer mind controlled by Hydra, but then he had like all of that PTSD, um, and then he kind of gets over that in Falcon and Winter Soldier with the training montage. Um, now he works with essentially well, no Madam Hydra. No one's being sold on the Thunderbolts like it's a criminal team. No, we're every not saying it's a criminal single, team. Every single person on the Thunderbolts believes they're doing some they're they're becoming the Avengers. Yeah. But like, like every single person on it. Like Florence Pugh's character. Uh yes. There's a well, there's four people on that's, this team that that's has interesting. That's interesting because where we see where we last saw Yelena was in um, uh, Hawkeye, uh, where it seems like she was kind of doing mercenary work with the other Black Widows. Um, And then because she took the hit to kill uh, Hawkeye from uh, uh, Kate Bishop's mom, who was working for Wilson Fisk. Yes, but. I do. The widows were hired. Yeah, but I'm Yelena saying Yelena wanted to. Yelena's not a widow anymore, so Yelena. But, no, like, uh, so again, at the end of Black Widow, the widows who weren't mind controlled anymore were like, "Well, we're gonna go form our own Black widows, Widow," yeah. because, like, with, yeah, with like Jack that's Muckers, what. Yeah. What else are they gonna do with all the talents that they've been? you know, like trained into their whole life. Like they, there's no way they reassemble or reassimilate into society. So um, they're like, we'll just go do what we do best, but now we actually get to be in control of it. So yeah. that makes it okay. Which that, yeah, whatever you do, what you do. Um, and then that's where we saw her in Hawkeye. And then she was just like, all right, I'm not killing you anymore because like I found out you actually aren't the reason that uh, Natasha died. But Happy she wasn't. Fun. Florence Pugh wasn't hired. Yes, she was. No, the other widows were hired. Florence oh, Pugh was right. given the 
Florence Pugh was given That's the right. fact that yeah. she that Hawkeye killed by uh by Contessa. Valentina yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was at the end. Yeah, they they're, um, they're very different. She was not she wasn't working with the widows. She was completely unique. She stopped the right. widows from killing him so she could kill him. Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm just, I don't I don't know how you like forgot about year. Hawkeye. It was the 750th I, best of all of the things because they're all I really I really enjoyed Hawkeye. It's just that can't I haven't rewatched it in the last year. Gosh, well, there's been so been many good TV shows and movies. There like, has, and we'll get to, to that. To find the time. It is. Um, it's true. Um, everyone we'll on the... this has superpowers except one person. Uh, there was Yelena. a comment I saw. Uh, I can understand why Yelena some people considering only one member with actual powers. Bucky has Bucky and Red Guardian both have a version of the Super Soldier Serum. So uh, does John Walker. So does John Walker. So, yep. Uh, Taskmaster has is uh, a cyborg. Bio, is a cyborg. Uh, yeah, in in this version, ghost, ghost is ghost. Ghost She's is ghost. There's literally only yeah. one person ghost. on this entire team who doesn't have superpowers, and it's basically it's just Yelena. Black Widow. Yeah, and um, you could already he, see who everybody is. You know, you know something to think about too. Everyone here has like a certain character dynamic with another character that's already been pre-established, except for Ghost. So I really wonder how well, she'll she's mix got in. The, the, what do you mean by assassin like, training from um yeah ghost does from, yeah ghost was remember, an assassin was she i That's, can't remember it's been so yeah. long and then the uh, was what was it it was a uh, lawrence really fishborn right? yeah i didn't rewatch it it was a good uh, movie in who is also utilizing her as like an assassin in uh ant-man 2 ghost and, and taskmaster were both underutilized characters for their stories because mm-hmm. their stories were not focused on them, them. Uh, it wasn't about the the rivalry between them they were just kind of like thorns in the side of the main characters for their story yeah uh, ghost is is a assassin from a freak accident uh and in in marvel cinematic universe canon not comic book canon and taskmaster is a manipulated cyborg with Assassin. billions of dollars yeah in training and yeah they're very so. both technically they're very likely to both have had red room training mm-hmm. uh both of specifically including ghost in this obviously taskmaster did uh but yeah it's it's interesting that there are three red room trained uh people here and three super soldiers and a Hydra agent. Presumably. <laughs> Presumably. But probably. Yeah. I I honestly think the MCU has just moved past Hydra. We might see it like way way. I don't down think the they line. would use her. They could use anyone else for that spot. You know, there's a pro- there's a reason why they added her. Maybe. Maybe we'll even find- even she's ex Hydra and she uses her connections. Does uh this comes out before New World Order, right? Um, let's see. Thunderbolts comes out July 26, 2024. New World Order New comes World? I out. out. I thought New World Order comes out. It just comes out in 2024 that we know of. Okay, so... There's a chance. Presumably, this comes out before New World Order, so maybe that'll be 
because I, I, I feel like New World Order has got to touch on Hydra or something, right? Like Hydra's reemergence in the New World post-snap. Like, it's I, very interesting that Hawkeye, that, that Kate Bishop isn't here. Like, it's very interesting that Kate Bishop isn't here. Yeah. You think Yelena would, you know, ask it's, her? I don't know if it's more interesting that Kate Bishop isn't here or that Taskmaster is. Yeah, I really thought that would be done with Taskmaster, so I'm surprised. I felt like that's um, kind of a... I, I felt like Taskmaster's character was kind of wrapped up because they didn't really Black do much. While Black Widow was a stunning and brilliant film with zero flaws, I felt like they said everything they needed to say with Taskmaster. Yeah, I just didn't think that Taskmaster would come back, to be honest. I... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't feel like they left the door open for as a viewer for me to be more interested in the character of taskmaster mm-hmm. um, because they're like that door was never open like it's not like they left it open like they just didn't even open it there wasn't even a door because it was just like the only thing you cared about the character of taskmaster was like when you found out that it was the little girl that black widow thought she killed in budapest like that was it. That was the whole like emotional anchor of the character. Other than that, it was just like, here's a weird assassin who can copy all your moves because we didn't get any of the real Taskmaster personality. So. Yeah. And then, you know, I think uh, we would have had a higher chance, to be honest, to see Echo come in before Taskmaster, I'd think. But, you know, I'm so cool with this. Like, you know, maybe they, they'll they do, seem do something to different to keep TV show characters. Let me put it this way. If they introduce well, then, the character in a TV show, they want to keep them in a TV show. Well, then what are you doing with John Walker? That's the that's the exception to this to this entire conversation. Uh, John Walker is the only character like that we've seen in the big screen. We haven't seen Julia Louis-Dreyfus's character anywhere. We've seen her uh, post scenes, which don't count. Yeah. Like, yeah. like That's like saying we, there were deleted scenes in the DVD. You know what I mean? Like, that's not... Like, it's fine. It's fine. They exist, but they're not part of the movie. Uh, They generally see, like, you. it seems like what their plan is, and again, this is just business conversation. It seems like what their plan has been, has been, like, when we're done making movies with you, we're going to move you to TV because it's, like, relatively easier work and we could pay you less. Right? Like, we don't have to mm-hmm. give you back-end stuff. So like we'll just give you hey or we, or they can hit you with a contract like we'll give you a ton of money right like whatever it is and then like you also like cool but you also have to guarantee like two or three series you know yeah. shots or or whatever like, like I don't a Don Cheadle's Don, Don Cheadle's exactly. like 10, 10 year Marvel contract which by the way is I think ends it's after, uh, yeah, at Armor Wars, he said. So I don't think we're going to see uh, War Machine after that, unless they recast him again. Uh, they they <laughs> swung the doors so wide open with the multiverse stuff that there's yeah. absolutely no way we're not getting a new, no, we're not, a new Iron Man, a new Captain America but I'm saying we're not in getting, the next five like, years. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, like, we're not going to see, how do I, uh, Don Cheadle's, war machine like yeah we might get another war machine but we're not going to get like our 616 war machine i think he'll just be done another Um, thing my 
my sources have told me, and like it's kind of weird, is that like zero, all the people we saw in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, with the exception of Baron Mordo, uh, we're never going to see them again. Yeah, no, I. We're I've never seeing been... Ansem Mount as Black Bolt again. We're never seeing Reed. This is what I've heard. We are seeing uh, Reed Richards. Jim... We're we're seeing Reed Don... Richards, and we're seeing Jim Jim Halper, uh, whose name I forgot. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. We're seeing both of them again. They are not going to be the same person. Not the Reed same. Reed Richards is not going to be played by John Krasinski. Uh, yeah. We will never see Captain Carter again gone that's that was the end and we will we will see uh monica's monica's mother Uh, maria maria rambo Rambo. maria rambo we will see maria rambo again in the marvels i think because she was flashback but she was at d23 uh she went on stage with um they did a photo shoot with like brie larson um um what's the girl who plays miss marvel um i can never remember her name We'll say Kamala. Um, the actress? But I won't, yeah, the actress. Um, Iman, uh, Iman something. Yeah. Um, her and then the two uh, 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 Photon and um, the uh, other Captain Marvel, uh, they were all there um, at D23 for the Marvels where they showed um, like a brief clip from it uh, they haven't released that yet, so we don't know what actually was in it. But um, so uh, I think that's it on the Thunderbolts. Uh, again, like I said, for uh, the Marvels, they were there. They showed a clip of it. We don't have any other information on that other than that. Um I really don't like how they didn't release a lot of these panels, even if you're not going to release like the teaser clip like release the panels of like their their discussion um so uh they had one on loki season two on echo um, iron heart um we had their black panther wakanda forever they had a they had a whole clip like a actual movie clip from black panther wakanda forever which they also didn't show um they Same with had, Marvels, right? Yeah, like I was saying. Uh, we know that there's a new logo like Tony has up on the screen now for New World Order. Um, what else did they do? Uh, Echo, they talked about uh, Daredevil. So for anyone curious, uh, Daredevil Born Again is what they refer to as season one. This is not uh, a continuation of um the netflix stuff this is season one this is a whole new story with the same characters so for anyone that was hoping it was a continuation it will not be that why is echo getting a series disney realizes (sighs) that it's very difficult for them uh in the current marketplace to release unique content into movie theaters after the results of their phase four attempts so instead they are releasing uh anything that they consider experimental or uh unique or things that they no longer are convinced are going to be profitable not good but profitable 
uh, on uh, in the in the theaters anymore. They will not do that again. Between Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, and um, Multiverse of Madness, and uh, Thor Four. No, 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 not the movies. Those were the only movies. The other TV shows, uh, uh, Captain America: Moon Winter Soldier, and um, uh, the other, the Hawkeye show. They have mm-hmm. decided that uh, they're going to use Disney Plus shows as their way of making money in the uh, on the content that they can show that they're excited about like like i think where tony is saying like if echo ends up being it's very good hard to keep this character it. up for this conversation yeah. but i'm trying my best if um, if if like no but like i do think you're making a good point of like if if like echo is good then like later on down the line we might not get an echo movie but echo might show up in the mcu um you know, so things we will that... never get an Echo movie unless just... unless this experiment Echo TV show can prove to Disney. I say Disney, I mean Marvel. They are separate, regardless of what people think. Yeah, prove to Marvel that a movie budget will generate triple its its value minimum. That's where they're at. Because why would they spend $150 million plus marketing, you know, in minimum, right? When they could spend $25 million and make an eight-episode, or I'm sorry, six-episode TV show. There's just no reason to. The market has shifted to the point that, like, when we get into She-Hulk, you'll hear me talk more on this topic, unironically. But... There's no reason for them to make movies on the things that signal what they want other people to believe they care about. There's no reason to. That is a fact. There, you will never see a Moon Girl movie. That will not exist. Cannot exist. Oh. You will see a Moon Girl TV show. Ms. I think you might there see like was... a Moon Girl cartoon but that's I don't think the we'll point see like a, yeah yeah like a live action moon girl yeah, you will picture never ever ever see uh, let me think an iron heart movie but you might see the character of iron heart in other movies we already know she's definitely well yeah we're yeah i was gonna say in black but like you'll see the character because there's the cost of an iron heart movie to make and make right is a 300 million right that's the that's the marvel movie cost now the cost to put a tv show out look at the tv shows they put out no commentaries on whether the quality is there look at the tv shows i'm going to tell you they cost between 20 and 30 million that's how much those, and I think, those to- total cost. Yeah. And I think something like Echo, where like there's going to be probably way less CGI, I think is going to cost even less. I think like Echo is something that they can just like make Ew. for relatively cheap. Like, 
and who cares if people nobody like watches it? Yeah. it? yeah. Because it's it's content that they can put out onto their streaming service that will keep you going. Yeah. I've been of the belief that the way the Marvel has to Disney has to differentiate itself in some meaningful way. Star Wars has to be Star Wars, Disney has to be Disney. Right? And 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 Marvel has to be Marvel. I'm of the mind that there should be one week in between every TV show starting minimum of one week between a TV show starting and a new TV show starting. With the only exception being if there is a movie scheduled and then you can give like a three week break. There should never not be a Marvel TV show on Disney plus period. If they're bad, don't watch them. Wild I've, concept. I have said something, and this is the this is the last I'm gonna say on this topic. I do love Marvel. While I don't always inherently agree with what they do, I understand that they're trying their best. Um, if they mess up Doom. Let's not let's not talk about that. There's two characters that I they can't mess up in my they can't mess up Cyclops, they can't mess up Doom. Those are the only two characters. I don't expect them to use Sinister, so I don't have that like or like I know they're gonna use Magneto. It's it, it's really hard to mess up Magneto. Nobody has ever messed even, up Magneto. Even, even, <laughs> even in the like the X-Men movies, like Magneto was never the bad part of the X-Men movies. They were I'm no. not saying like they were all great, but like Magneto was never the problem in any of them, whether it was the Ian McKellen or Michael Fassbender version, he was never the issue. They didn't mess up Loki. You know what I mean? They cast a nobody to play Loki and they nailed yeah. it. And Loki is like top five Marvel villains of all time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They didn't mess up Thanos. They 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 told some interesting versions of a story, but they didn't mess up Thanos. So far, Kang is looking. Kang, Kang has been aces. Yeah, Kang, from what we've and, seen, and what like little spoilers and stuff. They, there's a lot of ways, but the one thing that's beautiful about Kang is you can mess up a Kang and then just try again. Yeah, like, like, you know, yeah like, don't listen. This to is our Kang. That was garbage, Kang. <laughs> That was yeah. Garbage Kang. Yeah, he was, was from Garbage Kang. Earth. Yeah, yeah, he lives in a garbage can on Sesame Street. We didn't, we don't trust him. You know, well, like they, yeah, Kang's a, Kang's a Chico. They, they can't mess up. Like, there's one character. I but I mean, Michael Ma uh, Majors or not jo Jonathan. Michael Majors, Majors is a Ma Michael Majors magic play. player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Um, Michael Majors. Majors. I, I think he was dating. What's her name? Oh God. Yeah, uh, whatever. he was. Whatever. Who cares? He's a good that, guy. That's, He's a very good guy. That's that's the various worlds that Tony and I are familiar with. Crossing, yeah, our overlap uh, of being nerds is very high. <laughs> um, Jonathan Majors. Uh, the the like ten minutes tops that we saw him in Loki was phenomenal. Um, even before it was confirmed that that was Kang when he was just the man at the end of time, phenomenal. Um, and like, so. Have you seen the pics of Mags in the X Men ninety seven? I have. Can mess him up. Um, 
comics? Oh, don't bring that up. Wait, or are the, you talking oh, the about new, the new the, the yeah. comics or the new TV series? No, TV. He's talking about X Men ninety seven. That's that looked fine. That looked like the return of Magneto to his uh, like nineties outfit. Like, it looked. Are you talking little, about? It looked a little slightly you, updated graphic stuff, but like, but yeah, it like looked they're like, going. It looked the same way that that garbage Magneto looked back then. Yeah. It just seemed look like a garbage Magneto. And that's just like a, a cartoon. Like, um, but I mean, I, until that actually comes out, like, it's impossible. Well, he was past amazing in Lovecraft Country. Sorry, someone yeah. brought up John uh, Major. No, he was. Oh, the yeah. The fact that Lovecraft Country didn't get a second season is a travesty. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, it like, couldn't now. Jonathan Majors is owned by Marvel for the next seven years. Uh, like, there's no way they would really do anything else. They're at like, least money, go away. At least in through like 2026, you know, when we get Kang Dynasty and then um, Secret Wars. Yeah, there, there's hey, some characters that I think are like earlier approach. Okay. We talked about how Moon Girl will never get a series, right? Yeah, no, she'll never get a movie. Yeah. Okay. Probably you know had to saying. get a live action. She got series. she got a series. Yeah, she yeah, got a series. but we're not talking about cartoons that they make for kids. Like, okay, not, I just saw it. I just saw it. No, I'm I was just, just saying. Cart. First of all, cartoons don't count, right? I don't know because, count, but like, no, I'm explaining to we're you talking why cartoons like don't count. The MCU because, because for the for the gap of cartoons mattering, for every one that tells a story with an interesting plot, there is another one that exclusively exists to sell merchandise. Some of them do both, and some of them do both very well. Young Justice, uh, up to season, up to halfway Cartoons. through season four, up to halfway through season four. Like Young you didn't Justice, like season four? No, I didn't like up to halfway of uh the end of the tail end of season four. Actually, that's yeah. not true. There was about if if season four was like twenty two episodes, I enjoyed about fourteen of them. There was certain parts of it that i wasn't a huge fan of the like honor meg megan wedding like those like four episodes were pretty bad and then like on the other end when they like finally brought him back weren't great it was fun i like this entire zatanna arc except one part which dominus knows very much what part that was yeah anyway that's again dc stuff which is not the point the point is it's very difficult to get like I don't. Do you ever watch Squirrel Girl and in, in Ms. Marvel uh, or or the uh, what's the what's Marvel oh. Disney XD had a show a channel it was with called Squirrel this, Girl Ms. Yeah, Marvel the, I forgot the name Captain of it Captain America America Chavez, America Chavez. Um, uh, oh my God what is the name of that Champions Heroes yes. Rising Marvel Rising one of those two yeah yeah terrible terrible story yeah terrible like the voice acting was great. Give him credit for that. Uh, the animation was phenomenal. The story was was boring. It was a boring story. Who cares? What does it matter? Like that, that, that. There are cartoons that are made for children, and there are cartoons that are made for adults that that children will watch. SpongeBob is a cartoon that's made for adults that children will watch. Right? Fairly Odd Parents is a cartoon that's made for adults that children will watch. Rugrats was a cartoon for children, with jokes their parents will get. Like, there's a very mm -hmm. big difference. So it's very hard to know. Like, the 90s X-Men cartoon was not made for kids. Rewatch it. X-Men 97, not going to be made for kids. Uh, it, No, it's that might be made for kids. I don't know. I don't know. think so. I don't know. 
But uh, I do know that yeah. the original 90s X-Men, not made for kids. Unrelated to that, the 90s Spider-Man, made for kids. You know, like, they're they're different. That, 90s Spider-Man was fun, yeah. but it was made for kids. 90s X-Men. To sell merchandise. Like, the power Everything's always made to sell. Everything's made to sell merchandise. If My you're, favorite Spider-Man If you're outfit. good at what you do, you can sell merchandise and build a a, a, a a growing audience if you're not good at what you do you will lose your audience in season eight of your hbo series seven and a half usually you know what i mean like and that's the issue we run into can you think of a new ip we've seen in the last Five or six years. New IP. Um, Valorant is technically a new IP from a game perspective. Um, I'm trying to think of one from like a show perspective. Mm-hmm. Like close enough, I consider that one. I it's close enough. That. It's a it's a cartoon. Same creators of regular show made it. It's pretty good. They have like three seasons now. Rick and Morty, yeah, by the way, was the answer. Rick and Morty is the only thing that is a new IP in the last. It's been longer than five years, I thought. Yeah, Rick and the Morty. The Resident Evil like... series in Netflix. <laughs> no, I blocked that from my memory. Um, I, the fact that they managed to ruin something I love so dearly by casting people who I also love so dearly hurt my soul. Uh, might be yeah. replacing Stanley's cameos. I've heard that too. Yes, I I've heard that, Oops. but not like from the internet, like from conversations that Who's... we're going to start seeing more Deadpool. Oh, because there was um, I don't know if we've talked about this. Uh, a while ago, Marvel got permission from Stanley's family, um, to basically like use com. Like, you know how they'll do, like, the reverse aging and stuff and, like, that? Basically, CGI Stan Lee into cameos forever. And I was like, please just let the man rest in peace. Like, I don't want to see the holographic CGI corpse of Stan Lee shoved into every movie to say Excelsior from now until the end time. I want a picture of Stan Lee in every movie. I would hold on if they sh- if they're like this is our cameo for Stan Lee and it's like a picture or a cardboard cutout. Yep, perfect. No I notes. Want... Do it. Ship it. But I don't yeah. want to see like a CGI. Uh, yeah, I don't want to be like doing stuff. I, I just want like there's a no, picture of him. Yeah, it might say like Stanley for mayor or something like that. Just put a picture of him on the wall somewhere. Put a, portrait, put a picture. Employee of the week. Picture of Stanley. A statue. You know, some throwing. Yeah, guy. yeah. I think yeah. They like, did it. Or like in wanted, didn't they? I think they did that in She-Hulk episode one or something. I don't remember. Um, really? Maybe. But something. like what they're talking about is like um, what they did with um, Carrie Fisher uh, to finish out the Star Wars, where they basically just like CGI'd her into existence um, with like facial like scans. Yeah, that's what they're talking about doing. Um, or like what they did with Paul Walker for the uh, Fast and the Furious movie. Like that's the stuff. I'm like, no, just let the man rest in peace. Like, let's all appreciate what we had. When we got the Stanley cameos, 
he died but during I get, the filming. No, I'm, but I'm saying like, I'm not saying that's what they did with it, but I'm saying like using that technology that they used to do that, to finish the movie, that's what the type of stuff they want to do with. Um, and same thing with Carrie Fisher. I'm just saying like, they're using that technology, but then they're going to like shoehorn in can't Stan Lee into the, so he can keep doing cameos. And I'm like, just let, let the man rest. Let us rest. Yeah. You know? Quit telling crypto with Stanley's profile or NFTs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. So Stanley t shirt. Yeah. I'm so also yeah. yeah, Deadpool is just walking around in a Stanley t shirt. I'm like, sold. Yes. Again, I don't care. Like I I really don't care. Because like when you're dead, you want for nothing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Stanley doesn't give a shit. He's dead. No, but I'm saying like from a fan perspective, like if they do it I, uh, like I have no control over that. Like I can't yeah. stop them. I just hope that if they do it, they do it well, but I feel like they're not going to do it well. And so if yeah. you're not going to do it well, just don't do it at all. That's what I'm saying. Um, sure. I would rather err on the side of let's just not do it at all so that there's never a chance of being like, man, that was in really poor taste. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to see Chadwick Boseman for one second in Wakanda forever. Yeah. Um, like you've sucked the cock of his ghost for so long. Oh my God. Did you see that? Like that it's time to use Chadwick Boseman's of like Twitter. They used his Twitter account to posthumously send out the trailer for black Panther two. I mean, that I'm not surprised. Wrong. That's I'm not surprised. Yeah. I so. feel like that's not as not good. cool as someone in marketing thought it was. Thought it was. Yeah, they're like they're like they're gonna love this. And no. Um, so that one that that kind of feels bad. Again, yeah. Phenomenal. Not recasting him, I'm not a fan of the decision, but I understand it and respect it. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's one thing to like something; it's another thing to respect why maybe, it was done. I respect. Maybe it. like in the future, like we talked about with Captain America and Iron Man, we'll get another T'Challa. But like for right now, I can understand why they didn't in the immediacy of it following his death. But in the future, I do hope we get another T'Challa. Yeah, like a different different multiverse. It'd be cool. Yeah, like like let's be clear, we're not. We're not never getting an Iron Man again, and that's a foolish yeah. thing to think. Like, would they, you think they're gonna run out of the ability to print Iron Man toys? Get out of here! What are you insane? No, they're yeah. gonna make new. You think Iron Heart toys are gonna sell as much as Iron Man toys? No, of course they're not. Of course, like no, 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 they're not because action figures are not purchased by random demographics. They're purchased. By specific demographics, I'm not saying that I people aren't buying any action. I mean, I've, I've literally been messing around with this Phoenix. We toy talk about the entire time action figures all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm literally staring at Farah, Harley Quinn, and Jessica Joan pop vinyls, right next to Bird Person, Daredevil, and Garrick Wildspeaker. You know what you I mean? You want to know what like, I saw? Um, like I. I there's no there's no gender bias to like toys, but there are characters that have to matter, and you, like Iron Man is going to sell no matter what. 
Yeah. My I was buying my ex's son Iron Man toys all the time because like he loved Iron Man so much and it was like, dude, Iron Man's dead. Didn't matter. Yeah. They're not gonna he's not um, gone forever. Like, neither is Cap. They'll recast him, they'll get some younger guy to play him. They they didn't do a multiverse series to not recast people. Like, come on. Yeah, like we're not saying that they're gonna show up in the next Avengers. Like, it'll probably be after Secret Wars that we get another, you know New MCU. It'll be I don't think, it's, I don't think it'll the be the price of the character has gone down. Yeah. Right now, if they're gonna cast an Iron Man, that person can demand a ton of money. No, I think like I don't I think it's less than that. It's that um like I think it's still too recent from like any any time you do Iron Man right now, I wanna say through the end of Secret Wars is probably enough time because at that point it'll be about six to seven years. I think it's still just going to immediately um, you're just going to have angry people going, nope, not my Iron Man. Doesn't matter. So. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, Please remember um, the most important part. I do want to bring up real It matter fast. how many people don't like something. It matters that everybody doesn't like something. No, that's what I'm saying is I think it, it it's leaning towards more of the like everybody side of the scale. And once that starts tipping past, you know, uh, some people, you know, that's when we're going to see um, another Iron Man. Yeah, we're it's going to be like they're... We'll see yeah. RDJ as Iron Man eight years from now. You can quote me on like this. A... Eight During years Secret now, Wars. In, in a, yeah, in some kind of in crazy a cameo flashback. In a cameo. We'll see Cap as, as Cap in something. We'll eventually see, like, the characters that have been retired and the characters that continue to be retired, they'll come back for a big-ass paycheck in right around year 15 to year 20 of the MCU. Yeah. But RDJ is never going to, like, they're never going to... He'll make. never fully return. How much money do you think they're going to make from RDJ right now, considering how much they have to pay him? The answer is not enough. Yeah. Not enough considering the fact that they could wait like four years and like break open the secret world or secret wars yeah. or whatever and then immediately be like, hey, it's the new Iron Man. Who is it? That's what I I'm saying. Know. Is like Zach Efron, who gives a shit? You know? There's no reason to. Business business decision, there's no chance. Like, why do you think the Marvels is getting a movie? Because they're going to pack as many of the characters that they don't think could carry a single movie again and throw it together. Oh, but I say, yeah, we'll see him again. We'll see Jeff Bridges again. I think we will. We saw Red. Yeah, we'll see him again. We saw Red Skull again. I I don't know. I think Obadiah is different. He is kind of different. We'll see Obadiah Sane again. We won't see. I don't think anyone's calling. I don't think anyone's calling for Obadiah Sane to come back, though. Yeah, Marvel's not like knock on the door like every week. It's like, you sure you don't want to replay Obadiah? You're not seeing it from their perspective. In their mind, yeah. they could they could be like, we're gonna drop. Yeah, Evans as Johnny and Cap. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm sorry, reading reading a comment. Like no, they're gonna use Obadiah Stain if they're like, yo, people will pop for this. You know what I mean? Sure. They're gonna they're gonna use wrestling mentality. If they can get a cheap pop, they'll get it. Why they why does the Echo series exist? Because they'll get a cheap pop. 
Will it get ratings? No. Will it make money? Also, no. There's no there's no incentive to. Are there fans of Echo? Yes. Both of them are very thrilled. But the, the, there's a reason there's an Echo TV series. There's a reason there's a Moon Knight TV series. It's because I love Moon Knight. You love Moon Knight. We all love Moon Knight. Moon, no one's gonna pay movie to. No one's gonna pay money to see a Moon Knight movie. I pay money to see a Moon Knight movie. Now you were talking about Captain America: New World Order, which, like, let's be clear, that's a movie. That uh, is a movie. I I watched the Werewolf by Night, and I wasn't getting a lot of Elsa, Elsa uh, vibes on it. I don't know what Werewolf by Night is, and that might just be my stupidity because we all know i'm not a smart person i was really hoping that Vinny would be like aha you don't know werewolf by night let me tell you and then oh, he never oh, did oh I, I know it is i didn't think okay, I, well, please tell me because i don't werewolf know werewolf by night is. originally was an old comic book series where it was about this little guy who was a werewolf who would run around and get in at trouble night. because yes literally uh and he would get in trouble like with what's going on is like he'd act he is the monster of the show, but sometimes he would fight other people who are also monsters. Um that's where Moon Knight first appeared. Uh, okay, that's, see, I actually that's what I was thinking because I remember what was, he did. Moon Knight's first appearance is he was technically a mercenary hired by his groups that was like a big corporation. It wasn't like the mob, but like, hey, we need you to uh put on this suit for us and go down there and capture him for us and then Moon Knight captures Werewolf by Night, and like that's his name is Werewolf by Night, and uh, he would. They were hitting home they, runs in the fifties, man. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, real like hard his... thinking comics. And eventually, they would team up. Uh, Werewolf by Night would bite Moon Knight. Moon Knight got some powers, and that's like originally where they're like, "Oh, he gets his powers from the night because it was bitten by the werewolf, and he has some of the strength now." But Werewolf by Night kind of just jumped around story to story, and just would do all these random things. He'd meet these other monsters and then eventually he would do other stuff like team up with the, with shield. And there was like this, uh, monster unit they had and always like man thing was there as yeah, long with like, I love man thing. Like, yeah. And man thing is in no reason, like this I show. Unreasonable attraction to that ridiculous character. Wait, yeah. so man thing's going to be in this show. Man yeah. thing's in here. He's in the trailer. Um, can't wait There's, for him to come tomorrow. I don't think they've time. ever interacted in like Werewolf by Night the series. So it will be interesting, but they do have plenty of interaction inside the co- like in the comics themselves. So yeah, yeah. it makes sense. I'm excited to see what this is this because it fun. seems like it's just everyone's fighting survival. Everyone's technically a monster, but not a monster, and one of them's a monster they're looking for. And so we'll see how that goes. I'm I'm confused a little bit about the story's premise, but this just it's feels just, like a. See, when I first a, saw this, it was like a Halloween special. It is just a Halloween it special. Is. That's it all is. it is. It is I a mean, ninety-minute like, Halloween special. It is a yeah. full-length movie. Well, I thought it was a series. No, it's a it's a. This I is, believe it's, it's a movie. It's, yeah, it's a special present. They called it a special presentation. I so believe it's a ninety-minute. It might be two part. It might be like it one might, of those stupid double features, you know? Yeah, it might like, be like yeah. one 45-minute and then another 45-minute yeah. thing. And that okay. might be where the man thing versus Werewolf by Night comes in, but who knows? And, we only know the fight. I would... There's a man thing movie. Oh, no, it's not a little-known fact. I am well aware of that fact, sir. That's from 84. Um, Check. Check. But Werewolf by Night comes out, like, in a few weeks. Like, less than a month. In Halloween time. Yeah, yeah. no, well, October 7th, to be fact. Again, exact. 
I'm not excited for it in any way. I'm I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm, I'm, interested. To see it. I'm not excited. I like the aesthetic. I'm interested. And I uh, so I have a weird irrational love of certain things. Uh foul mouth British women is one of them. And Elsa foul mouth split in and black and white also. Uh that it, it, I can take or leave that. That's a stylistic oh, that's, choice that you know. That's a that's a me thing then apparently. This is a 2005 man thing. What? It's crazy. Dream casting Are you... thing. Giancarlo Esposito. Uh John Leguizima. John No, Giancarlo Esposito is my dream casting for 95% of characters. Uh the only 5% is like Magneto. Uh Doctor Doom. Like I don't want him as them. I don't want him as Doctor Doom. Uh, I don't particularly want him as a good guy. Yeah, like I just—he's he, much better as a bad guy. He's—he's a—he very specifically, he's a menacing villain. He plays menacing he, very well. He doesn't play evil. He plays menacing. So there was rumors that he was. Um... If we're thinking about the same person, we all know that I'm horrible with actors' names. I recognize their faces, Gus, but not their names. Gustavo Fring. Stan Edgar from uh, The Boys. Yes. Okay, so we are thinking... Yeah, there uh, was rumors that he was talking to Marvel um, about a role, but they didn't specify what the role was. He is. I think the rumor mill was like, he's going to be the new Professor X. And then... No. That's... Yeah, I don't think... We're not I seeing X-Men for... You- for a long, long time. I could tell you they have Doom already and they haven't told anybody. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think we have an idea who it's going to be. Who do you think? Our boy John. <laughs> um, That's what I think. And it could be John Reed. Kaczynski's going to play Doom? For, dude, it, can you imagine? No. I can see it. It's gonna if be John, he's, he's gonna if he's not going to play Reed, gonna what? play the maker no the i maker. see him playing i yeah. totally see him playing doom he's so going to be the maker they already have their doom they already have their xavier yeah oh yeah i don't know i i totally they just, see they're not talking about it because there's no reason to talk about something to take away from like they've already learned a couple of lessons last year that they kind of thought they already knew because they hadn't fallen into that trap before don't overhype and don't hype something for that long, for longer than it's going to take to get there. Black Widow was overhyped for too long, and it, it kind of suffered for it. Morbius mm-hmm. was overhyped for so long. Oh, no. Was, not, I think a, Morbius hit the dot. I, I've heard you've been watching every day. I have. I've watched Morbius every day for the last 12 days. More times than I'm... Do you know I'm... that like Morbius was not a bad movie? It was a... No. No, it wasn't the movie. It was I think your Stockholm. I think your Stockholm syndromes like. No, no, no. I think we should hear Tony out. No, you Tony, go hear. on. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's so, hear it. Tony. Here's the three. Here's the three big problems with Morbius. The villain's motivation was stupid. Jared Leto. J- uh, no, Jared Leto wasn't a problem. Um, the the hero's motivation was stupid, right? And then all of the threats in the movie were non-threats. That was the three problems with with Morbius. And you can apply that logic to to a lot of things, and you'll see it. Morbius 
needed a real and true villain. Morbius did not have that. Morbius had a best friend had it, it told the same tired story story, which is best friends become enemies. It told it poorly to no benefit. So it 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 lost. That was the problem with Morbius. If Morbius told that story well, we wouldn't have a problem. If Morbius told a different version of that story, we wouldn't have had a problem. Best friends become enemies because we said they do. We never introduced the reason why they would have. If Morbius was always watching out for Milo, who was getting into trouble and disrespecting authority, then one thing. No, Milo was always getting picked on. So you know what happens yeah. when someone who gets picked on gets superpowers? Surprise. They don't they become actually... the bully. No, they don't become the bully. That's not how tra trauma works. That's not actually how that is. goes. Yes, no, it is. How many people? How, how many people? No, how many people in the real world do you know that are like, well, if I had to suffer, now everyone has to suffer. A lot. Okay, mm -hmm. it's it's like a lot of people have that. There's there's two reactions to trauma. Um, I suffered, so everyone else has to suffer, or I suffered, so I don't want anyone else to do that. And more often than not, people are shitty. And they pick the first one where they go, well, if I suffered, so does everyone else have to. Why should it be easy for anyone else? And that's what we saw. I'm not defending Morbius. It's a bad movie. I'm just saying, like, that is what we saw. You know, it's crazy. We're still talking about Morbius. And, like, how long has it been out? It's the best movie of all time. Six, six months. Because it made one more uh, billion bucks. Morbian bucks. Morbin bucks. I think... I think I think it's more likely that a bully continues to be a bully than a bullied person like becomes a bully. I'm not saying it, it's not possible. How I mean, we see it all the time in like um, teen drama movies where like the ugly girl gets pretty, uh, so then she becomes the bully for a little bit before like realizing, wait, no, I'm the baddie now, and then goes back to being a good person, like. You saw it in Mean Girls. You saw it in Clueless. Yes, like children's stories do wrap up that nicely. Just like every what... high school in every movie ever. Ha think, I want you right now to tell me you've been to a house party that resembles any movie's house party. Yes. With Into Deep by Sum 41 playing on a speaker and red solo cups. Red solo and cups. The, Actually, hold cups. on. Because of the because of the crowds that I hung out with, some forty one was playing, <laughs> but not ironically. <laughs> Unironically. And there were solo cups. Um and the cops didn't show up because they were always I grew up in a redneck town, so they were out in like the fucking woods. I went to legitimate like high school bonfire parties. Oh, yeah, so. so you went to legitimate high school bonfire parties. Not my parents are out of the of town, so only invite a couple of friends. Oh no, it's four hundred. Oh, and then they blow up. up. Yeah, no, right? because like... the, the the intention was like we did have like one friend's house. Like his dad was cool. Like he was. It, I know you're going to drink, so if you're going to drink, drink here, I'm going to yeah. make sure. Yeah, drink here so that I can at least keep an yeah. eye on How you. How many people? And then also. Ten? 
uh no like 40 or 50 oh, that's uh, a lot <laughs> yeah um and he was like if you're if you're drinking here you're staying here and then um but yeah yeah that's fair but it was never like invite three people over and then they invite three people and then it spirals out of control um but that's a whole other thing um back hey, Vinny, to is the army anything like the movies that show the army uh, i don't know because i was in the navy is the okay. navy anything like it was navy. in the i asked if the army <laughs> is anything like that uh, and i said i don't know because i was in the navy i didn't hang out with the army Vinny, guys is the navy exactly like top gun absolutely not I, I wish it was like Top Gun. <laughs> um, all right. Back to the D23. Um, uh, so then we had Secret Invasion, right? Yeah. Like, that was a really cool trailer. We actually, trailer actually got was a awesome. full trailer. I have no idea what's going on, though. I'm like, what? I watched well, that I mean, like, like five times. It was like, I have no idea yeah. what's happening. I, I loved even I'm more sketched out Nick Fury. He's like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. He's <laughs> face, and he's like, normally we... He said this. He's like, I don't trust anyone. And then he comes back from space and he goes, not only can I not trust anyone, some people might be scrolls. <laughs> so yeah, paranoia ramped up to like 7,000. Um, it looks it looks good. Um, it, it, it feels in the line of like uh, Winter Soldier and that kind of like super spy movie. Um, so not like it is a big alien threat, but not like a Thanos alien threat. Uh, uh, we don't know. The, it depends. So this is well, no, it's it, interesting. It's, it's I think Secret Invasion the the is the only show that matters. Uh, I would argue maybe Loki too, but I think Loki that, like, I, Werewolf by Life's not going to fucking matter. It's gonna no, be, no, it's not even, no, it, it's for fun. Matter. Yeah, Daredevil, thing. Born Again, which I'm excited for, is not going to matter. Echoes. Not uh, matter. I think Daredevil might, but like in a sense of like it's going to set up the like street level version side of the MCU. Um, it's eighteen so by Daredevil. The, so. Eighteen episodes of Daredevil. Eighteen Born episodes. 18 I'm excited for that. Episodes, which is going to break their usual tradition of six. Six. Which is yeah. either two more or two less than they should have for their story. So eighteen episodes. That's eighteen episodes. That's that's three whole Marvel seasons. That's a real season of yeah. like a TV show. That's a real TV show that should be respected. Um yeah. so I'm very interested in what they're gonna do with eighteen eighteen episodes. Um and again, uh just to yes. repeat myself, this is season one. This is not a continuation from the Netflix. This is, it's the same characters. It's just not. Uh, I yeah. got some news for you, Sport. What? It is a continuation of the Netflix series. No way. Is it really? That's not what, I mean, I don't know. That's what it they said. It is They're not like, going to be referenced as a continuation of the network series. Um, they're not going to make very specific interactions, uh, but Charlie, they're Cox not going to be like and Vincent D'Onofrio's characters will know will have known each other going into. Yeah, the series. They, I'm not saying for, that, but I'm saying like it's not picking up after season four where he fought um, Bullseye, and then 
Vincent D'Onofrio went to prison after that. You know, like I'm saying, it's not the continuation of that storyline. Like I'm it's, not, of course, kind of is, but it, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying season one is going to be uh, an origin story almost, or even like season one of the Netflix. I'm saying it's not the. It's not season five, is what I'm saying. It's actually probably closer to season three reboot. If you really with like Punisher that, from and what stuff, heard. that was season two. Um, oh, it is season three. Yeah, it was. It, it is closer to a season three reboot. Uh, and by the way, I. Was there four seasons of Daredevil? I thought there no, were I, I'm misremembering. It there was like three. three. It is. It is because I forgot. I, from the, what I've defenders. heard, I forgot the defenders from, was. That's yeah. all. All gone. The defenders yeah. is all gone. Iron Fist is gone. Jessica Jones is gone. But the um, I, I kept and I the keep Punisher the series is gone because oh, they, I love the Punisher series. Yeah, I enjoyed season one of the Punisher series. For the I enjoyed most both. Part, I enjoyed season one of most of the series, uh, except for Iron Fist. I, I, I like Iron Fist. I enjoyed season. I enjoyed season two of Iron Fist more than I enjoyed season one because, like, it had less Danny Rand in it. That is a, that is a plus usually. Also, I like the actor that played uh, uh, Steel Scorp Steel uh, Serpent. Um, mm -hmm. I actually liked him when he took over in Doctor Who too as the Master. Really good actor. Uh, I've got his name. God damn it! I'll say Arvin. Well, you know I don't know it. Um, but yeah. Either way, from what I've heard, and again, you guys know me, right? Like sometimes I hear stuff I shouldn't hear. Sometimes I hear stuff I, I, for no reason. I've heard it's it's going to kind of be a reboot of season three, not in like storyline, but in like where things pick up yeah so vince where like D'Onofrio you... will not be in prison but he will yeah. know that charlie cox's character is daredevil and will be doing his best to mess with him he is the the kingpin of the mcu is not the same person as the kingpin of the uh of that story but charlie cox is that's that's what I've been told. The Kingpin is is a similar but not the same character. Charlie Cox. We've is already the seen same that character. in yeah. like in just in Hawkeye and like that he now kind of has more of that Kingpin ability in like terms of like he is just all muscle yeah. and like semi indestructible and things like not like super but like more than a normal human being. Um, Daredevil's so. fatal flaw was attempting to do the thing that ruined like so much of the DC universe. Daredevil's fatal flaw was like, let's make it gritty and realistic. It's like, yep. Tell me more about the blind man swinging <laughs> from his expensive. Yeah, keep, no, keep going. I'm no, I'm listening. Are, you got me. Are we talking about the the now classic 2001 Daredevil or 2002 Daredevil movie? Vinny's favorite movie. Daredevil. Absolutely. It's the worst superhero movie ever. And I I I what was the movie we were talking about the other day, Josh? That I was like, oh, that's really bad. 
Fantastic Four. No, the like was, the we were talking, F- literally yesterday. Four test. No, that no, we was, talk about that a movie. Lot. That wasn't a movie like that. That wasn't a movie. That was a fan uh, film with too much money to throw around. That wasn't a movie. Nor was Colin Farrell as Daredevil. Colin uh, uh, Bullseye, but yeah. Bullseye, yeah. Actually, I don't think he was a terrible version of Bullseye. Um, but that movie. <laughs> I think so he wore his leather jackets right. Funny yeah, is right? that Colin, leather, Farrell, Colin Farrell has an actual Scottish accent or Irish yes. accent, and uh, then he decided to do a worse one when he could have just talked normal. Like somehow, what's he, what's he in the 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 show on Netflix? He's in that's a phenomenal show um, or movie. The he plays an Irish. I don't know. We're not Peaky Blinders, right? Halle, no, nineties Captain We're talking... movie. That movie's funny. Halle Berry's Catwoman. Is Halle Berry's Catwoman worse than Electra? Um, I've never seen Catwoman. I don't know. But Electra was really bad. It was Halle like a fever Berry's dream. Catwoman worse than Electra. Oh, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen Catwoman. I know recently we watched Electra. I I would have to go back and rewatch Catwoman to answer that. Electra was dog shit. It is. Um, it is dog shit. Electra is probably worse than Daredevil, I would say. No. You Daredevil- don't think so? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just thirteen seconds into the Daredevil movie, we find that our protagonist, a blind lawyer, from who makes Kitchen. no money. No, he's broke. He's is, dead. Broke. He's actually broke, and they 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 stress it a lot. Lives in a penthouse with high tech machinery. At oh, and he has like gargoyles in there. Yeah, the blind guy has gargoyles. Real gothic. Um, yeah, he spent the, a lot of time on design for a blind man. He got a discount on his rent because right? of a bright neon fuck off because, sign in front because of his window, of gr- which I'm not joking exists. Like that is a real yeah. thing in New York City. So yeah. like he got it in, in. He doesn't have the penthouse. I don't think is that the penthouse. No, he has. Like a shitty one bedroom, like exposed brick. It looks like a nice apartment from people who live in like middle America and like think that, that that's a loft. He does not have a loft. He has a one bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> he has a, it's a very nice brick one bedroom. He lives in a one bedroom in like Hell's Kitchen. He pays. Four hundred and eighty dollars a month in rent, I, with with his discount, like that because is, that that would be that apartment would be unlivable for any like normal non blind human being. Yeah, you imagine just bumping everything blind. I don't even think he has a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in his his pod. <laughs> no, we're no, not talking the about the. Yeah, we're talking about the. Oh, show. okay. I'm I love about how the... we we see Foggy Foggy's apartment has like. Multiple rooms. Yeah, Foggy's yeah, like, once he becomes uh, like an actual lawyer. The chick, when he's banging the blonde chick. We see them in the bedroom of his place, not her place, which is very nice. Yeah, like we see him. We see that, and then like they're in another room later, like in like and not like the living room next to the exit door. 
Like, because then she walks out of that to get, like, he lives in, like, a two or three bedroom apartment. Yeah. In, 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 not in Hell's Kitchen. He probably was in, in, uh, in the East Village, but, like, <laughs> it's just right there. <laughs> like, the fact that, I'm sorry. It's just very funny to me that, like, the blind guy lives in Hell's Kitchen in, like, the worst apartment. I, sure, it would be nice to live in that apartment. But, like, that that apartment is not a, a nice one. I've been in an apartment. I've been in, like, a six-bedroom apartment in New York City. And I was like, how much is rent? And they're like, it's six figures a month. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. This place is worth well, more than no, I want like, to be around. No, like, in those, at that point, you're not, you're not yeah, renting that apartment. Restart. You, it's yeah, you own, you it's own that. Um, but, yeah, so. The point is, right, like. There, there, there's a lot of of growth room for Daredevil, but like in that movie, it was bad. There was no, yeah. There are some bad before Marvel Studios came around. There were some really bad Marvel movies. Now all the My movies shock. are perfect. Yeah, perfect. Um, so Echo, what do we miss? Anything? No. Uh, Loki season two. I, I, I'm excited a- for it, but like whatever. They just had the act. Well, I'm excited more now that we also know Kang is going to be in it still. Um, they can't so. not have Kang in it. <laughs> He's literally uh, the giant statue. Like, Yeah. Um, I think most importantly, that Owen Wilson's back. Owen Wilson. Well, we saw that at the end of season mm-hmm. two when Loki showed up in the other timeline. Like, he was there, there. So, like, I don't think it's going to be jet ski Owen Wilson. We'll just, that's how we'll refer to him as jet ski um i think this will just be another uh what was it mobius was his name no they'll one way uh, dialogue that away yeah michael clark duncan as kingpin was also that's 100 percent true it was um so for, I mean, for shows, d23 there's a bunch of stuff but nothing marvel related that we can talk for, about well really. i mean so just for shows and movies so they much did, so talked much more about stuff. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh, I, oh, Fantastic Four. They officially announced uh, Shankman as the director. No casting announcements, uh, which I think people thought. Ironheart, there was more stuff on. We talked about Captain America, New World Order. Oh, it looked like, um, what was the the uh, other, the black Captain America that they hid? Something Bradley, I think. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. My favorite character in that show. They had my favorite character, and they wasted it. They had the actor. I think it uh, was him up on stage when they were talking about Captain America: New World Order. So they might be bringing that character back. He Um, is. He's back. So, and the uh, there's a I believe there's an Israeli one too. Yeah, there's an Israeli Um, Captain America powered person. So that'll be interesting, the line they take with that. Um, Sabra? That's her. Let's see. I think that's it for movies. There was a lot of um, game announcements. I promise you, Captain America New World Order is going to be a melting pot. I, I, I promise you right now, there is going to be so much representation in that movie. Uh, like I, wh- whether or not you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I, you know, I'm not judging you and your dumb decisions, but like, 
Like they that movie is going to like they they have turned the dial all the way up on Captain America. They can't go back. So they're going to be like literally we're going to have like an amputee Captain America. Like Oh, um we're also getting the new Falcon. Um who is the yeah. current Falcon in the comics. He's also going to be in that. Yeah. Again, like that's what I'm saying. Like that's the point of the Captain America New World Order movie. There is going to be so many like melt that's why I call it a melting pot. Multicultural. Yeah. Do better, Senator. So D twenty three was big. Uh as far as um, movies and TV shows, that's pretty much everything. I think that's yeah. it. Uh so then the day before, so this was all on Saturday, was the, the like Marvel MCU stuff, and then the day before was um marvel games and we got a lot of big stuff out of that um so we have very unique definitions of the word big no we uh they announced the captain america the untitled marvel project that the person from the uncharted series was yeah. is working on it's Panther. a yeah i mean that's huge that looks awesome it's set during world war ii we're getting uh i want to say his name is azuri uh t'challa's grandfather and then cap during world war ii and then there's a howling commando and then a uh another wakandan spy who i believe is supposed to be uh azuri's wife so the queen of wakanda at that time that That sounds cool that game is is scheduled to be canceled somewhere around 2023 yeah Absolutely. Or at least pushed back for another two years. And then cancelled indefinitely. Then cancelled. Well, it's going to be pushed back. Uh, The first announcement we're going to get is that it's pushed back. That's going to come around I'm going to say May, June of next year. And Uh then after that it'll be cancelled. Perfect. I'm glad we have a timeline. It's really important to know like the success and failure of Marvel themed games are based on um and trust me i have a lot of details and experience in this field uh poor planning on the studio's part i i would not have known that was the issue but now i do i know firsthand that it comes down to poor planning uh because there were opportunities i had to make a mistake with my studio and i have i've avoided them like, thank God I have an infinite supply of money right now. Not me, personally. I have nothing. I'm fucking broke as shit. But, like, thank God my, my, my studio's funding is, is very good because there was a couple... I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you spent the, last, the rest of your money on me earlier. Yeah, the, the rest of it. Yeah, the rest of it. <laughs> uh, no, like, like, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's hard. It's not hard opening a game studio. It's hard opening a game studio with expectations. It's and, hard like, keeping a game studio going. Yeah. yeah, unless you're I heard owned by like one of the bigger, you know, publishers. You can pay to not, you know, you can pay. You can keep a game studio going for indefinitely if you have a good plan. If you don't have a good plan, you're gonna, you're gonna operate. Yeah, but how many people have good plans? Like, I can name three companies that didn't have good plans right now. Kabam. Um. Netties. And uh, Crystal Dynamics. 
Then I can name two more that didn't have good plans. Whatever company is behind uh, Midnight Suns and um, oh, Firaxis. Yeah, Firaxis. I think so. Speaking of, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, I guess. Um, or now is a good time. Um, official release date for Midnight Suns. Uh, it December second, which was one of those things we were joking about getting pushed back indefinitely. Um, so that looks exciting. They showed off some new gameplay footage for that, kind of more formalized. But I don't know what caused the initial pushback from... Honestly, it was supposed to come out in, what, two weeks' time? So. Good word. Okay, I could tell you. I, I actually do know. I could tell you. Sure. You can pick who you blame for this. Okay. I'm just going to bring it okay. up. There's blame to go I'm blaming around. Vinny. I blame you Vinny. Get to, you get to pick which side of this you're going to blame. I think he's already made his choice. 2000 Axis is pushed back because what they wanted to do, what they have to do, and what they plan to do, right? went out of sync in November of 2021. What they wanted to do, what they planned to do, and what they were required to do all went out of sync in November of 2021. That means that their plan was already deviating from what they wanted originally, and it didn't line up with what they were told they had to do. Yeah, I mean, because uh, the game was supposed to come you back have out. Iron Man in that game. Again, Iron Man was always going to be in that game. He was not. From, no way. And Midnight Suns? As since they've announced the game, correct. It's he's correct. been in it. Um, he, and the yes. game was supposed to release back in March. Correct. Iron Man was not a part of the original plan of that game. It was added after sure. they got the contract. That, again, what they wanted, what they planned, what they, and what they were what, what could do. Like not that's where the overlap was. They had their plan. Like okay, if I was doing a Midnight Suns, name how many characters you'd have in it. Six, seven. Nico, Elsa, Bloodstone, uh, Strange, Ghost Rider, Doctor Strange. Moon Knight. You know, Moon Knight would be a fine option. Uh, Brother Voodoo is a fine option. You know who Great would option. not be on that list? Iron Man. Cap. Captain America. Yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man. You know we. You know why you can't make a single player Marvel game without certain characters in it? We might why you can't make any Marvel game without certain characters in it. They won't let you. I don't want to say Wolverine is like a possibility. I can confirm to you. I can't tell you how. I can confirm to you. But I can confirm to you that there are options that that de game developers don't have when dealing with Marvel. If 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 I want to make a video game about Man Thing, they'll be like, "Cool, how does Iron Man work in? Maybe not. <laughs> how does Captain Marvel work into it?" I'll be like, "Yeah, I could just have her be a quest giver." Nope, not good enough. Okay, whatever. I, like, there are things I want to do as a developer. There are things that Marvel demands that I do 
a lot of times that's not a big deal. As a, as a matter of fact, most people will kind of look at those things as benefits. Like if you want to make a, a game about something, right? If you want to make a game about something, you have your idea, right? Why do you think like Marvel Strike Force released characters nobody ever fucking heard of? It's not because they wanted to. It's because they had to. Why do you not think like Scientist Supreme? No, but cool. but for within like that kind of pool, why do you think that like you get weird secondary cult classic characters before you get Nightcrawler? It's it's for reasons. Like there there are real reasons, and a lot of them aren't business decisions made by the company. A lot of them are, are business mandates made by their IP license. You don't get that detail. Um it's actually really funny. One of my I, I still am in a Marvel Strike Force Alliance. One of my friends was like, Hey man, what's going on? And I was like, What do you mean? They're like, you, you're really not like talking about much stuff. I'm like, I still change my name to update every time something, you know, new. I was Hulkbuster, surprise. I was Gamma Slam Jam, surprise. Like I've changed my name. People know. My friends, people who are friends, like they know they know. I've haven't I've haven't told like I still know everything that's happening. Because I'm still friends with the people who know everything that's happening. So that's never gonna fucking change. The point is, like, I knew what I knew when when they were doing the the garbage new. Everyone's like, it's Madam Web. I'm like, you're you're half right. Like, I was literally like, you're half right. It's a, it's a brand new character. They're doing another brand new character. They're like, no, it's, that's gonna be two this year. I'm like, yeah, they don't give a shit. Okay, whatever. Like, they don't care, or or two in a year's time or something like that. Not like one year, calendar year. But like, I was I was like, yeah, they don't care. Like, it's it's free money for them. They they. All they have to do is make a passable version of a character, and like that's it. Marvel doesn't have to do anything. They're never gonna, you're never gonna see Kestro in a comic book. Like it's never gonna happen. They said you would. They're oh. fucking full. Of, they didn't know they're never. I was gonna, gonna say, didn't they say they were gonna do that? Yeah, they said a lot of things. They're not gonna do anything. I don't know. I stopped playing over a year ago. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Still, dude, it's been years for me. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just had that realization. Jesus. Yeah. And like I've been playing like a bunch of stuff lately because I, I still log into games because I'm like again I'm developing shit so I'm like okay what are these people fucking up and I see mm -hmm. I, I'll see a fuck up in a game I'll be like oh oh why are you doing that that's stupid like there are people you know me right I I just I have a bullshit detector I don't care if it's right or wrong I care if it's bullshit like if it's morally abhorrent but it's true I'm like yeah no that's fine. I can nickel and dime people like the boss. And like my criticisms of a lot of these games is not about their cause. As a matter of fact, my general opinion on gaming, you guys know by now, my general opinion on gaming is like, if you think the game is enjoyable to play without spending money, it's a free to play friendly game. If you think the game is not competitive without spending money, you're poor. Shut up. That's the only difference. Like you're poor. Shut you're up. Poor. Like, <laughs> like that's the only way. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I'm a Magic the Gathering fucking player. Man, like, are you good at draft? No. Then don't fucking talk to me about being good at Magic. Because mag draft is the way poor people succeed in Magic. So if you can't draft, right, then, like, you can't figure out deck building or anything. You can't free roll, so you can't play for free forever. You can't build up an overtime uh, strategy. So, like, yeah, you're going to need to buy your cards. And then you're going to get beaten by the people who bought the right cards and are good at the game because there's a skill cap. So I don't mind spending money, but like, don't, 
don't say that like a game is or isn't free to play friendly right because you can't like how much money have you spent well i haven't spent any well then what is like if a game is free to play friendly you shouldn't be looking at the price tags of anything it doesn't fucking matter matter of fact if the game is free to play friendly all the price tags are ridiculously fucking high because then the the separation is the most of the people who ain't spending fucking money like in um that uh slime game and a couple of other games and then like people are but either way the point is when it like in general when it comes to games like that like there are things that like people will spend like immediately and then there are things people won't but there's nothing you can do about it when it when you're looking at games like like the the midnight suns this is a long ass segue when you're looking at games like the midnight suns (laughs) like they sell the game it's over they're not fucking selling any DLCs for that goddamn game. So they are yeah. their their plan has been like injected with changes so often that what they wanted to do has been changed to make the plan work so often that at, at some point I would be surprised if it didn't get pushed back again or comma so game gets pushed back again, no longer December 2nd. Or slash game is broken day one. Actual like cannot be like noticeable, unable to play on game on day one. Those are the two possibilities. Because it's it's like again, before my experience was I worked in development studios, right? And I, I heard and I worked with people and I talked. Now my experience is I'm plugged into every aspect of a development studio. So I know everything about it. Do I know how to program it? Fuck, unfortunately, yes. Now I do. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it's, 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 it's hard. So that's why we make the joke, but it's not really a joke of like all of these games that people are making. They're not going to make it. Uh, the fact that Marvel Snap made it past fucking... Beta is blowing my mind right now. Yeah, they're getting their official launch, which was isn't it like the eighteenth? Is it today? Of October? No, October. October. Aren't they? Uh, they're doing like a Hydra vs. Shield event as well, aren't they? I don't know. Yeah. I don't play that game. game yeah, they're uh, um, they're doing that. Eat to pick a side, and I think you get different cards based on the side you pick. They oh, lost seventy percent of their beta players. They lost I, so they lost many me. of their. They lost so many of their beta players that they're. Most recent two surveys that were sent via email were like, why? <laughs> yep, like, why I got that. Leave? I filled you it did? out, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah I filled why it out. There was, like, it was just like too many. It, like, everyone can get the same cards at the same progression level. the game five minutes or less. Yeah, that too. And my progression stop after 15 minutes. That's what I wanted. The ability to play all day for no progression. That's why. I told him. If I play all, if you want to make a five minute game, that's fine, but I better be able to play all day and progress all day. Nope, you can't. Okay, well then why, why am I playing? Can I buy new cards? No. Okay, bye. I don't know. Weird. weird it's, and it's just like all skins. That's all. They had so many skins. I was like, I don't care about these skins. I tried to buy DC Worlds Collide Strider. <laughs> it, it's true. Ominous um, was there for it. I tried to yeah. buy it. I offered them I offered yeah. them 125,000 for the assets or or 
uh, half a mil for the studio. They were just like, we can't sell it yet. That's the, the only, I'll show you the email. I actually technically can't show you the email yet, but I promise one day I will. Um, I offer just the assets. I just wanted the framework. Yeah. Half a mil for the studio. That was like that. Not, not like, you know, what, who's the, what's the name of the fucking company? Cause they're doing something else too. Um, goddamn. They're an EA subsidiary. Oh God. What's the name of it? It's gonna blow my mind until I don't later. know. Whatever. I offered well, to buy it, and I was just like, "They're like, no, we can't do anything until after the the thirtieth." And I was like, oh, "Of of this month." I was like, "Okay, fine. We'll talk then." Fucking crazy. What's the other game that's coming out? Oh, the the Pokemon Go. Marvel. Yeah, the Pokemon Go made by Niantic or however you say it. So that's that. They didn't even tell us like what you're actually gonna be doing. They're just like. It's Pokemon Go, but Marvel, and we're like, "What is it? How's that?" And they're like, New "It's verse, Pokemon then. Go, but Mar, yeah, it's Pokemon Go, but Marvel." And so, that's that's scary. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be shut down. I, I caught a, I caught an hands. Iron Man <laughs> around the no. world because everyone's listening to this podcast in real time. Um, yeah. Show of hands. Do you still actively play Pokemon Go? The no. answer is probably not. Or sometimes, maybe. When I'm smoking weed. It was like 16 days when it first came out in that middle of summer 2016. Closest I, we got. Dude, that was the best. The closest we got to World Peace. Yeah. You're 100% right. The closest we got to World Peace was that. Dude, I, was the... I remember uh, when that came out, I was like just out of boot camp. And I was stuck on, I was stuck on base. I was not to leave yet. And there was these people who would stick their arms through uh the gates like these like oh, people, no. civilians and <laughs> then like the, that on a military and then, like <laughs> yeah then like the mps and the ma's were like get the fuck out of here <laughs> i'm like watching this go down and everyone came up because we had like a a little drop spot next to us yeah. and they're like they were going crazy so I remember that night that came out like it was fun though I was basically homeless and I was like sleeping on my friend's living room floor. And I mean, literally on the floor. Um, and like we downloaded it and then we drove around for like 45 minutes and all I cat were caught were caterpillar or caterpies and uh, weedles. Um, so I'll log back in. Let's see what uh, I have. Do you, do you know why Pokemon go died? Uh, why? No. So it was a twofold problem. The first fold problem, right? The first fold of the problem was law enforcement. Oh, yeah. People were, like, trampling through other people's backyards and break, trying to sneak onto military bases. And I, there was some, some people getting jumped, too, because they knew where, like, there a spot was. was. There was some mistakes, but there was also... There's too many people in the park. We're closing the park early. Yeah. What? Why? You guys can't be be gathered here. Cause drugs. Why? There's like thirty of us, and we're playing a Pokemon game. Yeah, yeah. You can't be here. You have to disperse. Literally, this is the safest possible scenario. There's no possible fire that could happen here. Like, okay. 
that was the first. Um, the second was they had the first ever Pokemon Go Day in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, something like six months after its launch. And it, the entire game and server went down for the world. And that was the last time a lot of people played. Um, so again, it's still, I think Pokemon Go is still like one of the top five pro- profitable games. Probably. The game is fun, but it was designed for children. Mm-hmm. Like most games are designed for children. It's just most adults are acting like children. They have the mind of a child. Yeah, most adults have the mind of a child, so it's like equal. Like most games are designed for children. There's a point when certain things are not supposed to resonate with us. Uh, and it's not the game, like not everything, but like you can still enjoy Pokemon Go. You should never be buying fucking egg incubators. Like that's stupid. Why would you ever buy that? Who cares? You can't do anything with this. There's no benefit to this. Why? Because you have disposable income? Cool. Go buy more stuff. Buy property. Buying a fucking $2 incubator. Fucking wrong with you. Buy avocado toast. At least you eat that. Yeah. Um, Show Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I think... Absolutely. You want Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Hold on. Where are my Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Give me a sec. While Tony's looking for his Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I think that was it for D23. Oh, you look completely. Completely like, yeah. Just moved um, on. I'm playing I mean, Pokemon Go now. He, no, he, he'll be look. He'll look for him. Yeah, there you go. Um, honestly, I, I, it, we got some cool stuff. I think D23 was probably more of a letdown than anything, just because of how little slash inconsequential stuff we got. Like you understand, the most... everything they told us about D23 was perfect and flawless. Uh, there you go. Everything I'm wrong. Be I'm about. the asshole. I'm Pick me, the Tony's asshole. back. Pick me, I'm Tony's the asshole. Back. So um, I never left. We just weren't talking about shit that had to be. Yeah. Pick me. And yeah. so right. I think the last thing that we have is to talk about She-Hulk, and we have, gosh, three, three episodes. episodes. Yeah. Three, four, and five. So uh, uh, three, four, and five. Um. So. I, I don't even know where's I I'll get episode you. Okay. Yeah, Tony. Okay. First of all, full disclosure, everybody, I have not watched episode three, four, and five. And he's starting us off. I have not watched any of them. Ready? Okay. Episode three was a masterpiece. Okay? It was perfect. Uh the reason it was perfect is because it showed just how good Jessica Walters was, uh, at, uh, and She-Hulk was, both, at uh, being responsible for Emil Blonsky's uh, rehabilitation. Sure, like, Wong was there and explained that uh, he was helping, but it didn't matter. 100% of the episode was how good uh, uh, She-Hulk was at getting him released ignoring the amount of work that he put in so that's the first that's episode three in a nutshell there was some other things like megan the stallion was in it which was obviously great because megan i the think stallion that was episode great four. nope that's episode three is it yeah i told you i didn't watch it. yeah 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 no it was episode three um yeah no I, I told you i didn't watch any of them uh so episode four uh that's the episode we saw from the trailer 
where uh, she tries to have sexy times, and God mm-hmm. is 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 dating in your thirties when you're a genetically superior and and uniquely attractive uh, uh, superhero is it's got to be just the same as if you're like a slightly overweight queen right there's no difference everybody has the exact same issues because no matter what you're always going to end up with like the one guy who's only obsessed with his job (laughs) and then the one guy who's kind of a perv and then you're going to find someone you think you like and then the second you stop being the she-hulk and turn into your regular self he's going to leave because he wasn't ready to accept you for who you were. It's not that you've changed. It's that he couldn't accept all of you. So that was uh, pretty much all of episode four. And then if I, if I, if I, again, did not watch. But if I recall episode five, for all of its beauty and, and grace... Um, there was a Daredevil cameo, which was unnecessary, not Daredevil cameo, but his helmet, which was unnecessary because it took away from the main character of the series, She-Hulk, and why she's so good at everything she does, including botany. Have I missed the mark at all? Um, I think you're doing great. Missed the mark. I I enjoyed these past few episodes for sure, a lot more in episode one too. I think um, I I was pretty yes. rough on it the first I'll two episodes, yes. but it's gotten and it deserved to be like treated like what the heck was this? But I think it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, I'm excited I, to see more. Like I'm I actually look forward to the episodes now. You know, it wasn't like that with Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel had an amazing start and then just died off. This one had a bad start to me, to, in, in my personal opinion. Uh, this had a bad start to me, and then it's just getting progressively better. So, I'm again, I haven't seen the newest one, and I didn't know about the whole Daredevil helmet thing, so I'm excited to see about that. I'll probably watch tonight after this podcast, to be honest. But I, I like where they're going. I specifically avoided a lot of spoilers for episode five. Uh, there's the Daredevil thing is literally the briefest shot at yeah. the very end of the episode. Yep. It's not a, it's not a spoiler thing. Um, but I specifically avoided spoilers from that. One. Yeah. Again, and I'm um, not I'm not joking. This isn't shtick. I have not seen any of them. He's not. It's true. One hundred percent of my ratings are based on watching uh, skimmed new rock stars videos. Because why should I watch a TV show? and make up my mind on something when I can watch somebody who gets paid to have whatever the most popular opinion of something is. Mm -hmm. So instead of watching She-Hulk, which is a waste of my fucking time because it's already perfect. It has to be. I'm going to watch the people who spend a small amount of time and profit the most for making whatever version of content right the most people agree with and that's new rock stars so thank god for eric voss because without it i'd be forced to make up my own decisions on what's going on 
and I don't have the time for that. I'm too busy, you know, being a useless piece of shit in my life. So I just need to watch new rock stars and understand that She-Hulk is perfect and every criticism of it is either misogynistic or sexist. That's it. There's the only two possible considerations. True. I'm in the same boat as Vinny, though. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was talking. I was talking about it's this true, before but... we, we jumped on. Yeah. Um, I think the second they sent the Hulk away, the show got infinitely better because it was uh, Jennifer Walters slash She Hulk standing on her own, not like, and that that relationship dynamic like was not doing the show any favors um whatsoever um and now especially also that they've kind of like figured out not figured out they knew what the genre was they're actually being that genre which is supposed to be a 30 minute sitcom lawyer show now that it's actually doing that now that we're actually getting these court cases the show has gotten way better so um the episode four with Wong and Madison. Awesome. I loved it. I love Madison's character. I hope she comes back and I want to see more. Wongers. Wongers. <laughs> I love Madison that. with a Y and two N's, but not where you think it is. But now um, you think it is. Her character was just great. Um, I liked her a lot. Yeah. Like she, she was through and through a horrible character, but that that's what made her great. She was like the uh, the the character from Ant Man that was just like retelling everything. That she was oh. that for uh, She Hulk, but well, then I went to a, a to Hell Dimension, and there was a go, and then he helped me out, and then I signed a contract, um, <laughs> and then I signed a contract for six drops of my blood, and I can't talk about it because that would be dramatic, and I don't do drama like. Perfect. No notes. Like unironically loved Madison as a character um, because she was just dumb and silly and fun. And the, I, I didn't even have a problem with the, the twerking thing. Like people were making it out like they smacked that in the middle of the episode and it was relevant to the plot. No, it was a post credit scene that you had to skip through the credits to find she Hulk twerked her way through court and won the case with yeah. Megan the Stallion and No. <laughs> like it's a post credit scene. Like it it was stupid, it was dumb, whatever. Oh so. man, I should really watch this see She Hulk show. <laughs> uh definitely watch episode four. Episode five also it was it wasn't as good as episode four. I think episode four has been the best one so far. Um but episode five was it was it was good um we're we're now actually i think tony in the past when you were watching episode one you had talked about how like the whole part of the character of she hulk was that she's finding herself more confident as she hulk than as jennifer walters and they were i think your argument was that it should have been there from the beginning and they are kind of starting to touch on that um so I'm sure whatever they're doing is stunning and brave and beautiful. It is truly. I just wish it was written and directed by somebody who uh, cares about the character of Sheila. 
That's it. Yeah. I'm I, sure it's perfect we, and flawless, and people who don't like it are misogynistic bigots, but I, mean, I just, I, I, I think it's perfect in every conceivable way, that, you know, having not watched it. Um, but I, I do think that uh, uh, had it been written or directed by somebody who respects the character of She-Hulk, it probably would have been better. As somebody who respects the character of She-Hulk for like a million reasons. And only two of them are boobs. Only two. Uh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But I guess that that, that like see so the problem with that logic is like I'm an idiot, right? Because it's clearly making money because we can tell, and it's clearly popular. So like it's clearly been written by somebody who's better than than what I was thinking anyway. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Absolutely. Honestly, I'm sure it's fine because most Marvel shows are fine. It's fine. Like, I, like full disclosure, it's probably fine. And I'm probably just more upset about it because I actually give a shit about the character uh, than it's somebody who's, you know, gives a shit about the the, the type of chromosomes that are mm-hmm. more, like. If somebody cares about it being a woman, that's great. That's why you enjoy it. The reason I don't enjoy it is not that. But I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's wonderful. And uh I'm happy you guys are I definitely am. You know me. I'm like I'm really happy you guys are yeah. enjoying. First of all, you def Josh knows me because I've fucking dealt with Morbius for twelve of the last twelve days. Twelve of the last twelve. Ugh. That's something I don't want to hear about Morbius. Yeah, so like as a as a as a gift to a friend, I've been watching Morbius a lot. Fine, like I don't care if you enjoy something, that's fine. You know me, I don't care. Just don't don't pretend it's good. Like tell me you enjoy it, I believe you. Don't don't tell me it's good. You could you could say I liked or I didn't like a see. I I didn't see it. I I'm not joking. I did not see it. I don't know about the twerking scene. I've heard about it. Do I care? Yeah. No, of course not. Was it? It's not a big deal. Yeah, probably. Like when I when I like well, before I watched be the episode. It's, it's no, it's a CGI'd character, and I assume Megan the Stallion twerking. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. And it's, yeah. it's the so post credit scene. It. They're in their office. She's like, "I'm a big fan," and then they start dancing. Like there's okay, so that's stupid. Like period. It is. No, no, no. no. Do you know what's even more stupid than a CGI character in Megan the Stallion twerking? Bitching about mm. it. Like, yes. So, like, who gives a shit? Ag- like, fuck it. Again, if they had smacked that in the middle of the episode. No, who cares? I could, I could see why people like, but like, it was the post credit scene. Like, none of the post credit scenes, for, especially for this show, are like, um relevant like i put it this post credit scene on the one i forget what movie it was where cap comes in sits down on the chair and basically calls you stupid for waiting this long it was about as was spider-man well, spider-man first Spider-Man. And, yeah i think it was homecoming or something like that it was homecoming. Where he's like that was so also you watched stupid. a movie yeah and like that's what it was was like that it was stupid it didn't have anything to do with the plot because it didn't need to it was just fun um sorry i went to youtube and typed she hulk shouldn't have done that oh, I typed that, new rock that, stars. that is uh, here uh we go. 
get the proper authority. Um, but I, I do really, they make a joke about it, how it's not going to be one of those shows where like, it's going to be a cameo of the week, but honestly, the cameo of the week is kind of like one of the strengths of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. just because it brings in different things. And like, uh, did anyone, I don't know, did either of you watch the show Boston Legal? No. With James Spader and William Shatner. All right. I don't know anything about it. That was another, uh, like lawyer show. And basically about halfway through the show, William Shatner, they, they play these big high powered lawyers. Um, but it's also like a comedy and halfway through it, uh, William Shatner's character gets mad cow disease and it goes from being like a sometimes serious, like, but mostly comedy show to just being like a comedy lawyer show because it's William Shatner just going crazy with mad cow disease. Um, and that's what she hope feels like. It's just like this crazy, they take on crazy cases involving superheroes or magic, you know, things that only exist within the MCU. And, um, it's just the kind of flavor of the week. There's like, at this point, outside of the the Tatiana or Titania versus um, She-Hulk kind of rivalry that's built up, there's no overarching thing. Like that's what felt off about the first two was like they tried to force this into like this long story rather than focusing on what makes the show good, which is like it's funny and seeing her interact with a bunch of the different aspects of Marvel uh, work. So. That's it. That's what I got. Tony's just jamming through people's breakdowns of literally just watching new rock stars. So I need I get the proper opinion. So I need And there's, like, there's like a bunch of let's, Easter let's, eggs. Hold on. 381,000 views on a She-Hulk breakdown video. Positive. I think How long is that video? I think, Jess, I think it's Jessica Clemens. Was it 15 minutes? One second so, under 15. 15 minutes for a 30-minute show. Uh, the Okay. And then we have uh, a million views. On the failure of feminist Hollywood. Oh, a million views on luck. why the MCU is falling apart with a picture of She-Hulk. And I'll the tell you, awful. 3.6 million is... views on Charlie. She-Hulk, the, nobody's uh... laughing. 1.1 million views. Let me be perfectly clear on my opinion on this and why I chose to be a pick-me boy today. You are in the minority if you were putting up with subpar bullshit. That's all I'm going to say. You are in the minority. Whether you enjoy it or not, that's great. But don't think there's more of you than there are of people that do not fucking want to tolerate bullshit. Because this isn't comments. This is fucking views. 340,000 episode breakdowns of She-Hulk for the best breakdown crew, the literal best break, but New Rockstars is phenomenal at breakdowns. I'm going to give them credit where credit's due. So, Rick and Morty, New Rockstars, uh, half a million 
for episode six one of, of Rick and Morty. Uh, so it's a, a solid 200k more. Uh, again, I'm not telling you to enjoy it or don't. Just don't think you're in good company. You know what I mean? Like you're you like you can enjoy anything, which is like me. Just like we're gonna go watch Morbius again when this is over. Oh God, I'm not. <laughs> like we can enjoy bad things, and we do. But like She Hulk's not a good series, <laughs> and we do. <laughs> she She Hulk's not a good series. It's not a good series. Like if it's if it if it exists to empower people, like great, phenomenal. You know what's be more empowering? But dead ass, good writing. The writing's fine. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm not even being a shill or like anything like that. The writing is fine. It's gotten better, especially after, like I said, after episode two, the writing is fine. Like, is it great? No, but it's fine. It's serviceable. It's fine for a 30 minute comedy drama series, or not even drama, comedy lawyer series. Like, I agree with you. It, I think the writing is fine for a 30-minute comedy drama lawyer series. Why is it a 30-minute comedy drama lawyer series? I'm happy that it, I, I I wouldn't this show would not work if it As an was action series? If yeah, if it was trying Probably. to be in the rest of the MCU um framework of like the six episode 45 to an hour long episodes, like I that's agree. just Again, I have not seen them. I don't know. Yeah, they might be phenomenal. I might. I'm not saying they're phenomenal. But... I'm pointing out metrics, statistics. That's all I do. That's all I ever do. I point out statistics and yeah. metrics. Statistically speaking, it is like four to one people who enjoy this versus people who don't. And to be clear, I'll cut that even in half. I'll call it two to one and say half the people are just fucking sexist and misogynist. I don't believe that's true. But I'll say half the people are like she looks stupid. I'm not interested. You think you think at least half the people are sexist and misogynist? Half the people? But half not just about people? She-Hulk. I'm saying these are the same people that um are just sexist and misogynist. I I think absolutely. Uh, like I'm not getting okay, into like okay. I I think okay, that's so just we'll a, to, a side. Yeah, and that's thing. why I'm giving you half. 2 to 1. For every person that enjoys She-Hulk, there are two people that don't. That's that's again. I don't know. I like. I don't know. I, I, again, I did not an opinion. None of this. Is my I I haven't watched it. Can't form it. The first two episodes, I thought were a little slow. I agree. I don't think the Hulk was necessary in it. Um, I, I think it was kind of shitty that the Hulk wasn't it. I think that they weren't really... I think that they underutilized the story. I think it took too long to set up for a 30-minute fucking series. Maybe that was it. Maybe after the second episode, it picked up. Um, I know the viewership hasn't. Because it, the reports are there. So is it good? Yeah, but that's not neither. Neither of this conversation is the point, right? Neither opinions on whether it's good or not doesn't matter. That's why we're getting it as a TV series. Yeah, they don't give. I'm a not shit saying this should have been a movie. Fails. No, but they don't give a shit if it succeeds or fails. They give a shit that they said they can do it, and that's why we have medium writing. We have a throwback to Emil Blonsky. Thank God Tim Roth wasn't doing anything this afternoon, the, the weekend that they <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? 
Like, that's why Wong, who's Twitter, Benedict Wong just shows up for a paycheck whenever Marvel snaps their fingers. He's like, yeah, all right, yeah, sure, fuck. Love that guy. Put him in everything. I fucking love him. Because, um, like, yeah, sure, I'll be Sorcerer Supreme. I don't, I don't, you know, like, that. that's why. And guess what? What's the next TV show we're getting? TV show? It's the, uh, Secret I guess, technically the Halloween thing, if they split it up. I, I, th- I thought, uh, Ironheart. Uh, the 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 Guardians Christmas special I thought is no that's next year. Yeah, I think the next but show the, is Ironheart, right? It's either Ironheart or uh, Secret Invasion, and I think Secret Invasion is first. I don't know. Let's find out. Spring twenty twenty uh spring two thousand and three is Secret Invasion. Yeah. Okay. And I have been... Ironheart is at way later. Yeah. Oh, it's at Armored Invasion was supposed to be this. Armored War was supposed to be this year, by the way. If you didn't. Like, yes. Is it really? It suppo- yeah. Armored. There was a lot of shows that were supposed to be out this year that they kicked back. They... Okay. Uh-huh. Phase four, right, was actually way longer than this. Yeah. You can't see it now, but you can find the information or you can like have it. Phase, Phase four, four is supposed to go like end at yeah. Ant-Man and Quant or wasn't it supposed to be Fantastic Four? Fantastic even? Four was supposed to be the last thing of Phase Four. And there was like two more movies between now and Fantastic Four. And there was a lot of TV shows. Captain phase? or the Marvels was supposed to be in phase four. Ant Man and Quantumania was supposed to be in phase four. Phase four currently ends with Wakanda Forever. Phase yeah. four was supposed to end bet- after not only Wakanda Forever, but another movie and then uh, uh, Fantastic Four. Again, I can prove it. There's no benefit to doing so. No one's paying me to, to educate them. So I don't. Feel free to Google it. Show Go look at the 2019 even, San Diego Comic-Con. There. Yeah, Google 2019 San Diego Comic-Con Marvel Phase 4, and you'll see. No, Chadwick was never going to replace him. Chadwick was never persuaded to do that. Captain Marvel 2, back when it was still called Captain Marvel 2. 4 is called the Marvels, was yeah. supposed to be. And again, we're, we're not talking, like, we are talking COVID, but that doesn't change the fact that Phase 4 still existed. Uh, I can confirm for you that, that Shuri is the new Black Panther. If you'd like me to confirm that for you. Yeah, absolutely is. Uh, but she is not the Queen of Wakanda. If you'd like me to confirm that Her, for you, too. Yeah. I mean, we see that even in um, the one trailer they've released, it's uh, his mother is the Queen of Wakanda. And that's uh, what was apparently uh, in the clip that they showed at D23 was her talking like before the UN or whatever. Here's this is this was the original phase four picture. Just put it up. Uh, Yeah. Guardians was supposed to be the the actual. I think Fantastic yeah. Four was announced as maybe the first or, or announced way later, but like 
We were supposed to have Quantumania in the process. We were supposed to have the Marvels after it changed its name. We were supposed to have Guardians Volume 3. Same time. Same schedule. Blade. They literally they literally cut Phase 4 specifically because they want to get the stink of it off. Do you think that it was a bad phase? It doesn't matter what you think. Marvel thinks it was. How does that feel? Deadass, I want you to know. The people who are making the content that you love so much think that Phase 4 was dog shit. You're welcome. Like, does it, like No Way Home? Fucking aces. Love that movie. Goddamn. Thor Love and Thunder? Grew on me. Watched it a couple more times. Loved it. Love it. Shang-Chi? Fun. WandaVision? My favorite. My favorite of all the series. Like, WandaVision was my favorite of all the series, and then Loki was number two. And then they kind of... You didn't think Moon Knight was number two? No, absolutely not. Really? I was. I, thought, I think Moon Knight I, was number. I, Moon Knight. I enjoyed. I think it. Moon Knight was two for me. Too slow a story. To me, for me, I think Loki. St- to be fair, Moon Knight's a new character. Mm-hmm. Uh, WandaVision and Loki are recurring characters, so so much of Moon Knight was dedicated was building. To, to building. Yeah. That is that is it, it's a hard comparison to make, and I respect your opinion for having it. Like you know, like. I think Moon Knight was arguably a better done story, but it felt slower even with less episodes. Also, uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. You get four or you get eight, and that's it. That's it for me. You get four or you get eight. I'm done with this. I'm the six episode shit where two of them are filler. Like, I wonder how Daredevil's gonna be then with the eighteen. That eighteen is that's the problem. Is it? Nine twice? <laughs> is it remember the Bass Swamp crossover will produce paint thing? Nailed it. First try. I don't know. Sorry, I'm talking to chat. For anyone listening to this podcast later, this is because I stream uh, when we can. We'll stream the podcast, so this is one of those we're looking at comments. Um, I feel bad. I do. But that's that, that, that's one of those reality things. Like, the steam from the Marvel engine, and this is why I did this entire thing as, as, as Pick Me Tony, because that's what you are. You can enjoy it. That's fine. No one's going to stop you. But, like, if you want to be known for your status of liking something, you're Pick Me. And there were a lot of flaws going for. I'm not talking about Shiok anymore. There were a lot of flaws in, in the last 10 things that Marvel put out. There was a lot of missed opportunities. There's a lot of disrespect shown to characters. Wanda was the most disrespected character this year. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> Dude, she got she got essentially killed off. Yeah. Wanda was the she's most not dead, but you know, like, she's gone. How they treated Wanda was so disrespectful that like <laughs> like And I, it's not even that they gave her a bad motivation at her core. Like the WandaVision, like the core concept of WandaVision was great. And then Doctor Strange happened. It goes <laughs> to show you, you can take a great director with great actors and great series and, and great like writers and still come up with a sub quality, like subpar quality film. Same but with it won't uh, matter. Because your brand recognition is so strong that you're going to make money on it no matter what. Same thing happened with the Love and Thunder. Um, oh, 
felt bad. I thought Love and Thunder was good. I really did. I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed I it. Loved I, mean, did, was, I loved it, the comedy. I loved the style not of like comedy. A lot of people did not. Really? Why? People got hate hear... Love and Thunder. Everyone was Why? hating on it. It is like Holy one, shit. It, How did I miss this? Dude, I did not hear a good thing from anyone or any outlet that came out. They're all like horrible. Movie. I have one criticism of Love and Thunder. And it is that again, I'm sick and tired of watching Thor go from a teenage frat, like a teenager frat boy, to an adult. Like, please stop doing that. That arc is stupid. You're stupid for writing it. Um, it was they're like, oh, just Thor Himbo? three again, Fine. and I was like, I don't I care. I think I think Thor Love and Thunder. Not this is not my rating. This is like the consensus is that people have it rated below the dark world now and i think that is that's stupid asinine. that's so dumb yeah this thing's the worst movie of the thor series tonal shift i can agree i think it had a, to a tonal no dark world was. i think my problem with thor love and thunder is that it was like 25 minutes too short and those thor. 25 minutes were crucial for the development of the story um, I I think they I liked everything they did like even the changes in gore, I liked it. Gore was like basically the same character as he was. I know, but like no, I'm, ta I'm talking about how he looks. Yeah, I hold on. He looks exactly the same. And a lot of people hate on no. that too, which I'm like, whatever. Who is, cares? I think that's the dumbest thing. It was there. There they had two options, and I've been thinking about this a lot recently. As like more people continue to shit on Thor: Love and Thunder, one of them being. The change to gore. Um, one, I don't think you were going to get Christian Bale in eight hours of he already the makeup and like like you know practical effects they did for Thor or Gore probably had him in makeup for like four hours. He was not going to sit in makeup for eight hours to get a like a full head mask that covers his nose. You weren't going to get that. So you want to know what your option was if you don't do that. CGI. And then people would have bitched about how the CGI doesn't look great. And then they're mad like, that you're, uh you're, Natalie you're, Portman you're, you're doing you're you're using a logical fallacy there. The other options are don't cast Christian Bale and also pay Hold him on. more money to do it. No, I'm saying like, I don't I there I what I'm saying is I think there are a very few handful of character or actors who would be willing to sit through that level. Like, yeah, I agree. covering vision. Up. Vision was uh, Paul Bettany hated it. Yeah, Dormum Thunder is only rated sixty four. Hold on. Yeah. Uh -uh. Wow. Yeah, they have shit on. I, I, uh, they're listen, mad that I'm Natalie Portman lie. had had fake muscles or like Those CGI muscles. Fake. Those weren't fucking fake. I know, but the Those people were saying not that fucking fake. They're like, she's not ripped enough. I was like, guys, she looks great. Leave her alone. Come here, Jewess. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> um, Half of my heritage says I'm allowed to call her that. So. <laughs> uh, I'm give her a hug. Wait. Okay. Yeah, I like. Let me be clear. It's like seven out of ten for me, but I still enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. it more than Dark World. Anyone enjoyed it more? It? Well, I, I can't say no. that. I guess, yeah. but no. All right, I would think everyone would enjoy it more than Dark World. 
my, here we go. I had two major, okay, I had one major complaint in the movie, and then I had one, like, nitpick, but, like, the entire rest of the time, I was like, whatever, this is stupid. You know, like, it's fine. It's supposed to be stupid. I like the um, ending. I thought it was fun. Yeah. They're in a space yeah. RV. <laughs> space Dad. It's on your list of never watch again movies. It's crazy to me. That's it, like that's why how people think it was. Holy shit! I didn't think I'm it was not, that bad. I enjoyed people it. Don't like it? Like fine. But no, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy like, to it's, hear it. It's crazy to me because like let, let's be real. Black Widow was absolute fucking dog shit. Eternals was absolute fucking dog shit. And if you think it wasn't, I don't respect you. I'm not kidding. Like I do not respect your opinion on things. If you're like Eternal wasn't a complete clusterfuck. Could Eternal have been good? Yes. Or yeah, but could have. No. Could it have? Yes. Was it? No chance. No part of it. It couldn't. Like, Gemma Chan couldn't save it. Ninety-six point four percent of um. God, I lost my train of thought too. Where you got? Yeah. <laughs> oh, of the cast of 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 uh, Game of Thrones was in it. Couldn't save it. Yeah, like, because of everything. It wasn't a risk. It wasn't artsy. You took garbage characters, told the story in a garbage way, outpaced everything, and made everything boring. You took superheroes made from space gods and made me fall a fucking sleep. Does that make it a bad movie? No. The massive opinion of everybody else makes it a fucking bad movie. The fact that it's agreed by like I don't care if you're like it was fine, it was fun. Like I like whatever. But if you're like it was good, like I I don't respect you. Like I don't want to hear your opinion on anything else. You know what I mean? It was arty. No, it wasn't. It was stupid. It was given to a director who had no visit directing an action fucking movie. Stop giving these directors who get a fucking academy award for farting in a goddamn snare drum and watching a bag float in the fucking wind stop giving them your mid fucking summer action movies because they're not all gonna be fucking uh oh uh, god who did black panther why is his name for, uh, escaping me now i Oh God! Why is his name escaping me now? Ryan Coogler. They're not all Ryan Coogler. Like Ryan Coogler did a great job, and on top of it, that movie had dog shit CGI, and it was like I forgave Black Panther's dog shit CGI because the story made sense. The acting mm. was good. The story made sense. Everything, every aspect of that movie made fucking sense to me. I was, oh, it was a good movie. It was a solid movie. Great. I get Thor Love and Thunder was kind of like all over the place, but I like unwatchable. Like, I, 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 I disagree on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I disagree. It's unwatchable. That's like, that's how I feel about Multiverse of Madness. You think Multiverse of Madness was unwatchable? I think I can't. I think I'll never watch it again. I, I, I have a higher chance of watching that more than like anything else you mentioned earlier with like Eternals. Like, I think it was good. Oh, 
I I'll I, watch Multiverse of Madness probably in, again in a year where I'm like, you know, I haven't. Yeah, it's been since I saw it in theaters, and I mean, like, I'll just watch it again, and I'll probably be like, I'll probably imagine me, I have the same opinion then as I do now. And, I'll probably watch it for Halloween or not around Halloween, to be honest. Well, what I do is like I I randomly at night as I like can't sleep, I'll just start marathoning through um the MCU and honestly I just go to Disney Plus, I go to the MCU in timeline order, uh chronological timeline order and then I'll just hit oh. play. Um and then over the next like 3 weeks I'll just like go through the entire MCU again and I could, I'll see myself like doing that with Multiverse of Madness. I'll probably skip over um, Eternals. I just have zero desire to th- sit through three hours of not fun. I'll definitely watch Thor: Love and Thunder again. I will never watch Black Widow again. Look, if it's on, oh. I'll leave the room. I will never watch Eternals again. I have watched Shang Chi multiple times, so I give credit where credits due. That movie was fun to watch. Was it good? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, it was I fun. Know. It was fun, man. I had fun with that. Every time I see Ben Kingsman, I'm like, ha ha! Like, this guy's great. The, I think the fight scene, Shang-Chi... I think they a little bit more fight scenes, but like, you know. Yeah, the, intro, the opening... Kind of falls apart like, in Act 3, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, the uh, opening, like, scene from Shang-Chi was just, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Yeah, I'll never watch Eternals again. Ever. I'll never watch Multiverse of Madness again. Different reasons, though. Like, Eternals was a bad movie. Multiverse of Madness was a poorly constructed movie that pisses me off. Not the same reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Alright, here's a question, guys. If you could pick a show to rewatch, like, first come, like, I want to rewatch a show. Or actually, a show you would never rewatch again. What would it be for Disney... For the Marvel Disney Plus shows, if I could never rewatch, re-watch? yeah, you're like I will never rewatch this show again. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. You gr- right. Wait, we're in the same page, or did you just repeat? What if? No, no, I'm not. Uh, what I will if? Watch, I'll never I will watch, watch. I will, you will never, never watch, watch. What if? Any episode, any of them. Oh, any. I will watch the Doctor Strange episode and only the Doctor Strange episode again. No, but you can't yeah. watch rewatch any of it. Yeah, but then if I can't if I can't rewatch any of it, then I just won't watch. Party what Thor was fine. I hated Party Thor. Okay, support. Okay, same page. Got like I understand because I hated like uh, the first two episodes of that. I think I was doing videos with Valley back then where I was like, these movies, these shows suck. I hated Party <laughs> Thor because like the whole what if uh, Loki wasn't there. They didn't explain like what that actually would do to Thor's character. Um, Loki was not the thing that kept him grounded. <laughs> it's basically like the no, way it was they having could... a mother. Um, you know how we know that? Well, yeah, we watched Endgame. But um, he but played like, Fortnite after that. Basically, you would have gotten party Thor if Odin wasn't his dad. That should have been the premise for party Thor episode was not what if Loki wasn't there? It's like, what if Odin wasn't there to basically teach him humility and all the things that Tony hates. They keep retelling the story of going from teenage Thor to, I 
know my place and what my responsibility like that would have been how, but loki didn't how many do that. times just throwing out there how many times that thor has thor ascended to worthy of the kingdom was it after every movie and then somehow by the next movie like i don't know do i think that do i think they told a good story in love and thunder somewhere in there yeah do i think that they bogged it down with bullshit also yes um i think there wasn't enough bullshit to lift it up or to like piece it together that's why i say like the phase four is dog shit that's why i say the flaw with thor love and thunder is that there's 25 minutes somewhere out there on the cutting room floor that made that movie better i i really don't like I don't think there's any redeeming value in, in like if every I would trade Spider-Man No Way Home to remove all of phase four. Try it again. But like, So you're 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 doing the Spider-Man ultimatum yeah, of do we forget yeah. Spider-Man to reset the phase the multiverse? Oh man, I don't know. Cause Spider-Man No Way Home is honest to God probably my favorite MCU movie. And I then would, followed I by Thor Ragnarok. I would trade Spider-Man No Way Home for all of Phase Four getting a better fucking run. Yeah. I I, I would yeah, I would I absolutely think you have to. Yeah. I as much as I love Spider-Man No Way Home, if we could lose spider-man would, no way home i've also to get said i would trade more... the mandalorian to get a reshot at the the star wars three the new three oh and that's know. that's a bigger sacrifice because mandalorian is fucking aces um <laughs> if 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 we trade spider-man to get every if we trade spider-man which i and my rating is about like a a nine to nine point five but then if we trade that to get all the other phase four movies brought up to like an eight, 8.5. I don't think Hawkeye was bad for, for what it was. I liked Hawkeye. We're ta- I, yeah, I'm just talking I about movies. I was pleasantly oh, no. surprised I'm, about Hawkeye. I'm, I'm uh, like, please understand. I don't think all of the TV shows were bad. I think that they could have been better, but I don't think they were bad. You know what I mean? Um, for what I, think, I think that the honestly, bad, I think that if you take the three worst bad movies of the, Mar- of the MCU, I don't think they equal the 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 average movie in in four, and like, I I don't think you if you took Black Widow, Eternals, and um, not Shang Chi Shang Chi was okay. Um, oh God, what was I thinking? Oh, Multiverse of Madness. I don't think those three movies were as good as as uh, Shang Chi. Like, I really don't. Do they have yeah. cooler moments in them? Yes, some of them did. Yes, I think. I think Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness had some really cool moments. I think that I and yes, I would absolutely. I would give up on that awesome ass fucking music fight scene, which was one of the mm-hmm. coolest things I've ever seen. To get that movie made correctly. Yeah. I 
I don't know. Wait. Like, all of the... You know what's fucked up? All of these movies were fixable at, like, some point in time. Even, like, Black Widow, people bitching out the Black Widow. If you bitch about the CGI, like, okay. Like, you're bitching to an empty fucking room. Nobody cares. Why don't they you know? do practical effects? Because you can't Whoa. bitch about the CGI unless you see the movie. And if you did not see the movie in theaters, or wait for it to be, like, HD... If you didn't see that, right, then, like, you, what did you do, get a pirated fucking cam? Like, I don't give a shit if your opinion's bad on that. Um, Eternals is the dark world of Phase 4. Yeah. I think Dark World is better than Eternals. <laughs> I've rewatched... I don't, I don't disagree I, with you. Like, Eternals I've is dog shit. I've rewatched thor dark world because again just going through it like i don't skip over dark world is it good no do i pay super a lot of attention while i'm watching it no um but like i would i do skip over eternals i won't watch eternals mm -hmm. again oh ender you and josh should talk offline i'm not even being joke like joking you should josh should talk offline that's josh's opinion to a t And Josh is now reading it like, wait, what is it? Is, I'm, I'm trying to, but my it's not insulting. My chat is not. Uh, I know. I, I'm just trying to read, but my chat's uh, not. Ender working. said this entire conversation just makes me realize I'm so biased for K flicks. My monkey brain just yells enjoy at everything without critique. Yes, correct. I'm you no, understand like, that. I understand critique. something, Ender. For, this is coming yeah. from me. I envy you, and I'm not saying that to be a dick, and I'm not saying that to, for any reason. Do you have any idea how much I wish I can go back to the point when I just got to be like, yay, a Spider-Man movie? I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I didn't have to worry. I wish I don't think I didn't think they assassinated two fucking characters in Multiverse of Madness. I wish that like I hope I never see Wanda again because they fucking ruined her for me. Oh no, my kids are taken. I'm going to end realities. Why not just find the reality where like your Wanda's dead and Vision's alive? Because you could find other realities. Well, that's not how the Darkhold works. Eat shit and die. Eat shit and die. It can be because you're fucking writing the script. Yes, it is how the Darkhold works. Because you wrote that. Well, then we wouldn't have had a movie. No, you would have had a better movie. Do you know what I mean? Like... If I can solve your problem with one line of dialogue, you are not a good story writer. Star Wars. Any the, like any any of the Star Wars I could fix with one line of dialogue. All, the fact all of that them. Multiverse like, of Madness had nothing to do with the repercussions of one movie prior. Um Watch Morbius. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Watch Morbius. Um, watch Morbius 12 watch times. Morbius. It's yeah. terrible. Watch it. Watch watch it 12 times. Please understand why it's terrible. Please understand why it's terrible. The acting is very good in Morbius. I'm not joking. All of the acting is very good. Even Jared Leto. No. But they're just doing but... it for nothing. They're doing it for Jared Harris is in it. Like everyone's doing great. They're just it's for nothing. Um but yeah we're, we're we're going in circles here so <laughs> we're just look yeah it's it's just life man like yeah 
I wish. What's the next? The next thing that's coming out is is uh, Secret Invasion, which I'm actually excited for because I enjoyed the Secret Invasion storyline. So, yeah, it was a good storyline for sure. I did. Uh, what's up, Dan? Um, I, 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 I enjoyed it in the comics. I, I don't. I'm not one of those fucking fans that's like, if it's not exactly as the comics, I don't give a shit. No, it won't be. It can't be. I don't want that. I've already read those fucking comics. The truth of the matter is... Yeah, go read read the comics if that's what you want. They would be a thousand times more successful. Listen to me. Listen to me, Marble. You will make money hand over goddamn fucking fist if you deviate exactly 0% from the comic stories. And I'll explain why. Okay? Number one. The people who are a fan of the comic stories, right, are going to pay to see the story. Number two, the story was so good that people became fans of it, right? So that the people who never heard of it would now watch it and think it's phenomenal because that's how good the fucking story was. You you can't go wrong. You literally cannot go wrong. By taking Books of Doom, the four, the six issues of Books of Doom, and turning that into the Doctor Doom movie. You can't go wrong. Why? Because most people who are fans of Doctor Doom think that's the quintessential Doctor Doom story. And people who don't know who he is won't know that it's rehashed bullshit. And because it was so successful, it will be successful again. You will make so much money doing that. But no, you're already taking risks. Making a 30-minute comedy series about She-Hulk is already taking fucking risks. That's It's a risk. You're already taking it. So why not fucking go all the way in and keep the character, you know, to the point where you're not going to piss off people? Not just misogynists and bigots and sexists, but, you know, your fucking fans. Who has Disney Plus? Anybody? Amanda I do. says. I do. Disney, you you guys have Disney Plus? That's amazing. I do. You know that MovieJoys.to will just give you anything. Oh, I I have plenty of sites. I, I, I like watch, use it for my uh, Roku. I watch everything on you can do the same uh, thing my your PlayStation Roku, Four. Like if I'm watching something, um, it's just on my PlayStation Four. So fair. I have a I like my TV has obviously a, a website web browser and everything. My um, TV does not. It's mine a does. Yeah. yeah. But like, and also, I, I wouldn't even if I did. Sure. Yeah. So I have a Roku exact too. Exact same conversation. You can use a Roku. Same thing. Literally the exact same thing. You could use. A, you could program a Roku to do the same thing. Can you? That's interesting. Yeah, you could just use a website in your Roku. Like, just open a browser. Hey, uh, I really oh. do think we're going in circles. <laughs> we I I the reason why I said that was just because like this is the, the my, my wife we, my wife we've had me. yeah you're as... fucking tired say so just say no my wife end the stream no my wife's messaging me on Discord like I gotta go <laughs> all right go, message you on Discord because she knows that so all right Your pregnant been... wife needs you it's fine we'll understand okay go. I was sure with the outro I don't know yeah I mean all that's right, I'll it. do the you outro have right an outro. now we'll do, do the, the outro yeah. right now fuck y'all. Vinny's leaving Bye. next week we on Marvel. Next week <laughs> on Marvel, we'll talk about more stuff, and Vinny's wife will kill me.
Have a good night. Have a great day. Say good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Bye.